0: We haven't done dealer's choice yet.
1: I was gonna say oh, it's busy in oh, you know? here, I think that's why I was building up to it. I was letting the uh, sorry bris- everyone, <laughs> quite a busy uh, busy. No, it's all right. I've been uh, I've been off to and stuff. We've had a fun chat. We should do it. Unfortunately, Garrett's um, at a phone in, he's been called, called pulled away on non grapple business. Uh, I think it's the thing, <laughs> so he can't get away with it. But yeah, through the month, what we'll be doing is every uh, every one of these pre shows, hopefully, we'll all get together and we'll uh, we'll reveal a dealer's choice week by week. JP was first up, Gareth will be next week, Next week, then it's Matty, then it's me last, so I get to uh, spend the next four weeks thinking of a, a suitable punishment for whatever uh, Matty puts us through, but uh, JP, I suppose you're first, you know, give it the uh, mm. the big build-up, do you want to let us know what your pick is for dealer's
0: choice, month? Okay, and you're going to have to go with me here on this, so it's like the one show that I host is film
1: club. Uh, I got it, I got it. Before you do, any guesses, Matty? I was going to throw this to Gareth as well.
2: Ah, well. I think JP did say, got read between the lines, it's going to be kind of a hybrid, I thought. So mm. film club, it's something to do with, yeah. I don't know whether it's, I don't know, Ben. I don't know, really.
1: But something... Now he said film. Yeah, I, still yeah. think we, I still think we get, like, there's going to be, like, another version of Gaia Girls or something out there. Like, I think there's going to be. No, I don't Same think none then. of that. No, no. No, Serbian film. Oh, it could be Serbian film. <laughs> be I that.
0: hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it, the bleakest show ever. We just sit there with our fucking heads in our hands, <laughs> not laughing. <laughs> um, but it's oh, so it's a film club. The third, but there's two films. Okay. The thi- oh, the thi- come, on. <laughs> come
1: on, you said
0: that. If you did
1: so open the door for Matty, and it'll be like, okay, it's a, needs... it's the best around the Orton, and there's going to be a volume one, two, four, five, seven, eight, and 27. I,
0: I'll, I'll make I the second you... one optional other than I will be talking about this because I've been itching to for the entire time we've been recording um, and the amount of references. The first one is a documentary. It's Heroes of World Class. Yeah,
2: I mean, I'm on a world-class yeah. kick. Yeah.
0: Like, and it's, you know, so that's like the, that's the first one. So okay. I've always wanted to do that.
2: So but JP, are we? All, that's not optional. We've all got
0: this one. All going to watch that. Yeah.
2: That'll
0: cool. be the main bulk of it. I've wanted to talk about world-class. I keep thinking if we look at a show, it'll be shit. And this is possibly the best time to do it. And I get awesome. to say all the Fritz stuff. The second optional one also revolves around an absolute bastard. <laughs> that bastard is Frank Booth, and the film is Blue Velvet, which <laughs> I have banged on about for years. And Beto's Matt, edge, he's only edge. ever watched half of it.
2: You found that I'm the best of Edge. Here, let's be honest.
0: <laughs> it is.
1: Hot star for a dealer's choice. They're just going to get the people in this.
2: <laughs> you did say that, Venom. Oh, you did. Day that the, so... with the rules, mate.
1: Day with the oh, rules. I regret everything.
3: Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> let's get ready, ready, let's get ready, ready, let's get ready to rumble.
1: Watch us wreck the mic. Watch us wreck the mic. Watch us wreck the mic. Psych. Let's Hello. Welcome to Spotlight, the official podcast of Grapple. I'm Venom. I'm JP and I'm Matty not Reg no going with Matty uh, officially for this one Matt oh, <laughs> this
2: isn't catching on Reg it, I'm, I'm killing in the water no, it's not happening Reg
1: <laughs> it is going to be the name on your and stag this... toilet Fittona on the <laughs>
2: He shares me with just fucking Reg Oldsworth, fucking face up, <laughs> or whatever.
1: Uh, Matty, of course, is now we yeah, are. I think that, I'm just going to make that stick. There's a Freudian slip from you on the on the mixtape that hopefully uh, people have heard. Randy Orton and Edge, Reg, it makes sense. That's you. That's you Some up.
2: <laughs> Why is it no one forced you before that? As you say, it took me to fucking slip a word for it to come into existence, didn't it? You know, fuck it. You know. Eight.
0: It's a t shirt, mate. Mm-hmm. Immediately, Finish. is what that is as yeah, well. And you've claimed copyright on here. So <laughs> if people start using the term to describe Randy Orton and Edge it's not Reg. It, it's anything else but Reg. That's like a name. seriously. But
2: JP, Rated RKO, Reg is a better name,
1: isn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should have gone with. <laughs> should have gone with it. Uh, and we would have laughed for an entirely other different set of reasons. But I'm trying to think in Coronation Street, who would have been like the Randy Orton to Reg Holdsworth's Edge? it
2: got to be Ken. I know who's been there years. Ken Barlow or fucking Steve McDonald, isn't it? They they like the, the stall with nah, Kevin Webster. Mm. Kevin Webster.
0: But you talk about people on parity with Reg Holdsworth there as well, aren't you? On that, like <laughs> someone who'd be like a tag team, like with R- Rated RKO, But no, Reg is just incredible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Won't ever
0: refer to them as anything else. <laughs>
1: Uh, we all recovered from that. Obviously, we just uh, we've just been in the uh, the pre show, which uh, non patrons now should know all about. Considering we've just ended a uh, free week with the uh, the pre show from last week uh, being uh, available publicly, all the daily stuff, and we did record a uh, a grapple mixtape over the weekend that we, we put up on the uh, on the free feed as well. Um, Dealer's choice month officially slash unofficially began with uh, Matty putting us through mm-hmm. our places by watching uh, making us watch forty five minutes of reg So you know, started well, Matt. <laughs>
2: Well, it was hardly forty-five, but it was more like twelve. Ah, like, no, just felt like 45 parts, you know? to you <laughs> <It felt> <laughs> <like> <laughs> oh, you fucking the, platinum, that fucking scene in everyone's head. But no, it was good. But I, I mean, I, I have to pay. Uh, oh, you just won back for that match. Like only JP give it positive feedback, but hmm. it was good rounds, fucking points. We had the lot in there that we went. Oh, TV yeah. matches, the lot like, we had it
1: all covered. It lah, I love Look, it. I walked out a big World of Sport fan. I, I love me some rollerball right now. <laughs> Never yeah. said anything bad about World of Sport. Constantly put over the cartwheels and the fingers up the ass and stuff. Like it was, it was nice. G- Gareth got his reverse Butcher Samoa Joe moment by me liking that. Gareth himself enjoyed my pick, which was literally a death match, the uh, Lucha Underground match between uh, AR Fox and uh, and Swerve Strickland's. Like you know, we all got got a bit. JP got a, a little bit of his uh, his favorite stuff in. You know, we all. Uh, Shabazz oh, and yeah. Ishii you know yeah. that wasn't a five star yeah. match all to Matty, but you know that was a fun trip down uh, far from down a five road. star match he's <laughs> not <You've> <laughs> as good as he Edge and Randy Orton it. on a random roar in April of 2007 it's just not up there JP though. You know, did I say
2: nights. that did I say that did I actually
1: say that even Edge and Randy Orton don't remember that match race, you? <laughs> the
0: first meeting the roar Matty sat there I, all I was I was reminded by when we spoke we did a, a show about our favourite wrestlers of all time and I had Kazuchika Ricardo in there, to which Matty's first comment was, he's all right. And, I, and you go, Yeah, I suppose in many ways you can describe him as all right. Like but he J. is, P- he's all right at wrestling. P- it's P- underselling P- it, I think. Have you but... seen
2: that list today that Jericho's put on his Instagram of the most four-star matches in history? Have you seen it off melter No. Accada's number one, head and shot. He's got like 146 four-star matches, apparently, yeah. off Meltzer. Fucking that's some going like,
0: yeah, it is. <laughs> it, like honestly, like I as you know. And, and he might be doing some more interesting stuff, man. You always get an extra star off, Dave.
1: With like, don't you man. dare
0: put Randy Orton in a card as company.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't be accepting that at right. all.
1: you have never broke the five-star seal, so there's not that. But, no, I very much uh, enjoyed that. It was good to, uh, to get everyone together and, uh, and do it mm. and put it on the free feed. But on top of that, we've just, in the, in the Patreon pre-show, as well as uh, a lot of talk of... Uh, uh, 90s game shows and uh what the IWC game shows of the uh the town were plus a lot of chat about physical media physical jail other things like that JP you revealed your uh your dealer's choice uh show that we're mm. going to be uh doing on the uh on the on the on the, on the patreon feed this week uh, is it is it fair to, to say it's going to be it's going to be all about um the coward Fritz von Erich the assassination of the coward Fritz von Erich um featuring world class is that the plan What's the uh
0: explain it more or what we're doing yeah. It's, it's heroes of world-class. Mm. Um, I've always wanted to do some world-class stuff without, as I explained on the pre-show, without having to go back and actually watch like kind of the shows, because let's <laughs> face it, not going to be great. They're very much of a time. Mm. If we wanted to watch one or two matches, before if we watched something like that, I don't know, that Flair versus Von Eric undercard, I can only imagine how shit that is from like sort of match one. So I wanted to do that just so we could speak about it, but primarily to get into Fritz Von Erich. And by, to a lesser extent, David Manning. Who you would have heard me kick off a month before, over a half watched Tales of the Territory episode. That's all with that. Well, can I, man can only be described as a bullshit merchant. Very good one. But like his stories about Israel, I'm just calling bullshit on all of that now. But, yeah, so it's Heroes of World Class. It's, uh, yeah, documentary. So, yeah, really, really looking forward to watching that. I did try to sneak in a second pick. I was told that wasn't going to be the case. That old face, so,
2: JP. You People yeah. like, who weren't who watching on YouTube or whatever, they had to have, yeah. like, that face was amazing when you revealed that second choice. Well,
1: like, I just can't I, believe we're doing month one of Bullseye. I just can't believe that's what, no, he didn't say
0: <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> Tell the people what it is, JP. Oh, the old yeah. one was Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet yeah. I want you to watch that. I'm sick of banging on about Blue Velvet. I want <laughs> us to watch it. But I will be making, I'll be trying my best to make as many comparisons of Fritz von Erich to Frank Booth <laughs> and certainly his attitude and callousness. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that deep dive. There is a reason that man won most, most disgusting promotional tactic. In the early 80s, by the way, mm. imagine what they were fucking up to those lads like seriously I can't wait
2: JP I, I can't wait for this like I'm I <sighs> fucking eager for this
1: I think the age game yeah. will be fun with that one because everyone there is going to be oh it's going to be like what? Oh, <laughs> 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 I uh, know.
2: We're always, get, we're, even though we've cl- uh, covered it, we're mm. doing Michael Hayes again. Every time we see Michael Hayes, we're just going to see how fucking old he was at whatever year.
1: Nail him down to literally the day and the hours of how old he is at any yeah. given moment. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll all pinpoint our own lives. Fuck me. I was 19 then. <laughs> I, mean, I, did, I was working in the local office. Like, I remember those days. And he's like a full blown wrestler doing uh, doing juice on, uh, on 80s world class shows.
0: Did his parents not say anything when he just like <laughs> fucked off in a car one day at 7 well, i I'm off. Yeah, gone. <laughs> so, just gone. Just gone. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: What? Next thing you know, he turns up on local telly. Like,
2: yeah, amazing. It, it, it's it, it's fucking mad. Is marvelous.
0: that mate you they look school, older, than his Dad? Who, probably.
1: Who like you get the school bus in the morning? The bus driver. You try and get the kids and The bus driver would be like, no, no, no. Don't be having me on. You're only, <laughs> you're clearly thirty-five here. <laughs> That's who he <we> yeah. was. <laughs> Mustache and all. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah.
2: Amazing,
1: oh, amazing! No, I'm excited to do that, and hopefully yeah, we'll have a, a breakthrough moment like we did when uh, when Gareth liked a death match, and I liked to, uh, you know, I w- like we said on that show. I went down like literally, it you was know, proud as I was was talking the uh, the Lucha Underground, um, Ultima Lucha match, and you know all of that, and the, you know the emotion of that, and the you know, the uh, the violence of that appealing to uh, to everybody. I think the biggest shock was Gareth's pick of uh of of the the uh, World of Sport match with a uh, Rollerball Rocco and Jushin Lager being. A hit with not only all of us but me included. I, as I said on the show, I was on Wikipedia going down a wormhole, following Rock- Rollerball Rocco's life, reminding myself of like you know his 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 exploits in Japan with uh, with with his, his mate Terry, um, Andre the Giant, you know, hanging around with uh, with Hogan in the eighties and stuff like that. I've become a uh, a Rollerball historian, so I'm hoping when uh, when Gareth comes to do his uh, Dealers' chase next week, it's going to be something related. But I don't know. I'm scared now after uh, after JP's reveal. <laughs>
0: Don't, don't be scared. You've nothing to be scared. Heroes of World Cup. Come on, it's a documentary. Mate. Simon is right. We will get a Blue Velvet show on mm. there at some point. We will do. I promise you. <laughs> we'll make it. Same day, the, same day we make Matty watch a Serbian film.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what scared you in a pit. So, you know, we'll... Uh, That's we'll your stag do, then. mate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tied to a chair
1: watching that. <laughs> Oh, I'll hold you to that. Now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but with that done, obviously, yeah, that, that's uh, all coming up. Obviously, again, hopefully, everyone enjoyed free week. If you did, Patreon.com/slash Grapple, where uh, like last week, you can get Spotlight Live every week. Get the weekend show uh, live every week. Video versions of uh of all of the podcasts we do, plus our daily updates, uh, weekend previews, and all of that good stuff. But yeah, hopefully another people have uh, had a taste of that. We you uh, know talk the uh the main stuff uh, from this week. It must be a a WWE centric show as we've got Matty on the uh, WWE uh, expert here, Matty. Matty's here to uh to, to 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 go into floods of tears and to explain to us why uh the greatest wrestling storyline of all time and um, took place uh, this last weekend. Of course, talking about uh the wwe royal rumble um and obviously of course talking about the uh, the women's rumble and uh, and how that went <laughs> i'm uh, uh,
2: waiting for a little you, little fucking
1: you were day, just man. crying for lottie mate you're just scared for her uh, for uh, oh. it you going forward um as
2: long she's the champion ben i would right talk- in like the world isn't
1: it as long <laughs> as she's the champion uh did you did you recover from watching uh, sammy's name and ariel Helwani? little birdie told me you uh that brought uh, some of the, uh, the emotions out of you
2: it did, Ben. I mean, I don't know anyone who's ever, like, known me for a period or listened to me. I mean, Sammy Zane, but I'll get off myself. is like, you know, it's just wild in itself, isn't it? But, no, it was, uh, I did watch that interview and um, I thought he come across well.
1: Yeah, Sammy, you know, he was a... Uh, Good lad, he? You've always been a big fan, haven't you, Sammy Zane? Because when I, on week four of Dealers <laughs> Choice Week, when I pick uh, the El Generico versus Kevin Steen feud, I'm sure you're going to be very excited. Like, there's a lot of basketball hoops in the background of that one. Well, Ben, to be fair, like, I've seen, is
2: it the ladder match for each other? That's like... Yeah, there's the ladder, ladder, ladder. war with yeah. the
1: Briscoes as well. Maybe that's what you've seen. Mm.
2: Yeah. No, I've seen the one V each other, is it? Yeah, final and they got Yeah, yeah. That, I've seen that in its entirety years mm. ago. And I've seen the clips of the Briscoes one and it's... Just chaotic. They just look absolutely fucking madness-like. But, yeah, he's uh, he's come a long way as the old uh, Sammy.
1: That's the thing. Like, I can remember going to that because when... Back in the day, PWD did the show in uh, in London. It was before your <laughs> Indies time, Matt. So you'd have uh, you'd have missed out, unfortunately. In two thousand and six, I think it was where it happened. Maybe it was two thousand and five. Even I can't even remember. I remember going, and it was like like I wish I because I, some of the photos. I'm glad I haven't got anymore because of some of the people who are on the show. But I got like pictures with like Super Dragon. I definitely got one with Generico because um, distinctly remember like when he when they all the wrestlers arrived outside the venue, he was unmasked. And it was like from that day. It was like, oh, I know who that is like it was straight away. It was like that's clearly generical without a mask. It's like a pale ginger bloke with a beard. You know, it's like it felt like a yeah. big reveal moment. You know what I mean? That he wasn't even <laughs> bothering to uh, to hide it as he walked the uh, the streets of London. But yeah, it's wild. Like see, like you know, go- going from even like that period. Like I remember, like him and, uh, it was him and Owens against think aj and somebody else um in the main oh no it wasn't it was it was the it was um davy richards and super dragon Uh, aj was like earlier on the show and like just seeing like those lads of all people you know considering like you know all their roh run went and you know they had that kind of peak maybe a little bit past like the ROH glory period and they had the fights with Cornet and ROH and like there were points where like Generico just wasn't used by by ROH because Cornet couldn't stand them that much which is a great irony now because he's like if you ever listen to any of us audio now he's like the biggest Sami Zayn fan in the world like yeah. into yeah. like you know the NXT period where those lads had like you know one of the greatest moments in NXT history with when Zayn won the NXT title and then Owens turned on him because it was his debut night. Like, all of that stuff through to main roster. I thought them two were done. Like, I've, you know, I've got to hold my hands up a little bit in that, like, when Owens and Zayn were, you know, renegotiating, like, maybe it's because I'm such the high honor on Kevin Owens. Like, I honestly, it's not even through trying to slag him off. And I, I, we've had this on this podcast before when Gareth's been on. Like, I honestly think, like, the ceiling for Kevin Owens is like is as high as it can get in wrestling like i honestly thought at one point it could be like the modern stuff called steve austin you know what i mean And like that didn't happen for various reasons and the two of them have had a decent run in wwe but like ever since steve resigned like i i would have been with a person who said they probably should go to aw they'll probably get treated better You know, I have my thoughts on Owens and Austin as a main main event and whether it really was a Kevin Owens main event. Oh, I know that. I I, I can go into it again (laughs) if you want me to. But, like, you can't complain about, like, where those two are, you know, in the cards and in in the grand scheme of things. Like, they are the hottest thing. Going into WrestleMania now, ending a Royal Rumble with, like, the hottest slash possibly best WWE angle in God knows how many years. Like, it's an unbelievable, like... If it's the end of the story or point in the story that we've gotten to here, it's just crazy to think about.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely insane. I mean, we're talking about El Generico at this point, kind of the reaction, the baby face kind of reaction he's getting at this point. The reaction in Montreal is going to be like a sight to behold. They've caught fire with him. In some ways, I just wish this was happening six months ago because I'm still never convinced about like the potential of where it should really go to. Cause I think part of the problem with this is I ended this show and I wanted to see Roman versus Sami Zayn. And I wanted to see Roman versus Jey Uso. I didn't really feel like I wanted to go into Cody Rhodes. which I don't know that's the... I made
1: it He'll sort it I've got yeah. Cody. Oh,
2: we'll come out crying Cody. <laughs> we'll get you involved JP. Don't you worry about that. <laughs>
0: But that's but that's the that's the kind of bizarro situation that's, that's the there, and, it, it and it's it yeah, is yeah, it's is. the absolute. I mean, before this tonight, I went through there was a thread I'd seen on Twitter, which was somebody breaking down the two the story primarily of Jay Uso in all of this Amazing. as well, and building Christian and breaking. Down.
2: About it. Yeah, and then
0: about Sammy coming in. It's not like I agree with absolutely all of it. Like I see perhaps some of it from a different kind of perspective on there you can't argue with this as proper long term storytelling and i think it's the kind of long term long term storytelling as well that roman reigns is really into as well this is the stuff that actually by default, like everyone looks great out of this but that's what i want to see the like it's a strange that we're going to talk about the royal rumble generally and and it almost feels like wwe what it does for its own fan base they fucking love Some of it completely, I think, is utter bullshit. But for them, it absolutely works. And this is like the high watermark of of what they've done. What did you make of it, Matty?
1: I said, uh, you know, they built it for so long, you know, and it's, I mean, you as the WWE diehard on the uh, on the on the on the podcast, you know. To you, it's just another it's just another typically great uh, WWE angle, isn't it? Not <laughs> <laughs> not no, not well, the but it's it's out of the ordinary. This angle, isn't it, for WWE to oh, go through finished. on this to get everything right to this point? Yeah, like...
2: it's the length you better with it. Mm. That's what it is for me. It's the actual length of how long it's been mm. going on. And as I said, I think it was speaking to Jamesy today. I think he's doing the uh, this. I don't know if it's the same thread that you're on about JP. He's mm. watching all the segments. And this started in the Thunderdome. This all started with Roman and Jey Uso and there was no fans there. And they were doing this good stuff. remember better at the time when they, like I remember, said it was like the same thing every week and all that. But this is part of, 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 you watch any show. It's got the same backdrop, JP, Any good TV show's got the same fucking, as Krivi said that time, Frazier's dad sits in his fucking armchair kicking off for everyone, doesn't he? Every week it's building up to something, you know, and this has been building up and just the addition of Sami Zayn into it who, like, he it, it wasn't even meant to be anything, was he? Mm. That's what even Sammy's saying. Mm. It was like a couple of week thing, then it was this, that. It's just, it has been amazing. I don't know about the greatest of all time, the way people are going on, but it's right up there, Ben. Do you know what I mean? We'll see how it ends, and I'm sure, as you just said, there's more confidence in fucking is H's he, of paying this off, mm. but it's just been Ever since the start, then with Jay, you show people forget these, and I'm going, I might go all over the place because that's how good this storyline is. You know, people forgot about Jay's the, like Roman bully Jay at the start into joining, he didn't ever want to join. And it's like, it's just been mm. he's been amazing as well. And if Jay, Uso got to give him credit, he's been fucking amazing in this.
1: Everyone has, everyone's been pitch perfect, like in, in how they've done the story, and it's like, you know, I. It's funny. There's still corners of the internet who just, you know, who, who can, you know, watch something that's as well executed as this, and you know, as gets as good a reaction, you know, as this got, you know, an attentive reaction. You know, people in that building were hanging on every moment of this. You know, even even where it, you know, it made a, it. It was quiet. It was quiet because they were waiting to see what happened next. And Then, yeah, they actually Sam watching it. Yeah. with the chair. the exploit Like you could feel the investment. You could feel like it's. Transcended like just the WWE hardcores. Like, Definitely. I don't know. It's, I, I've been one of those people, you know. I am absolutely not a WWE defender. I will. Often argue with me, Matty, about how much good stuff they've really done over the uh, the last twenty years or so, you know. And I, the <laughs> TV <laughs> is not for me in general, but this story has captured something, you know, in wrestling, and you know, it is for the most part wall to wall praise that, that that you're seeing. Um, you know, we can just call a spade for spade. Sometimes, even if it's not for you, you you have to recognise that this has worked. Yeah. That, you know, mm. even look at, like, the YouTube numbers and all the clips from that, that fell out of this. Even, like, I saw Brandon Thurston say earlier, like, the unofficial ones are doing ridiculous numbers on YouTube. The investment in this, like... Whenever they do the match, which I presume at this point, based on what Melts has been reporting, um, is gonna be in Montreal. Um, it's Sammy pretty much Roma. been confirmed. As little, a, the news
2: broke today, not yeah,
1: by WE, w- but like pretty
2: much. Yeah, we we've said this months ago, t-
1: though, boys. We yeah, have- that's it, and that that is right there. You know, and we can talk about you know whether that's the way to go, and you know the comparisons with the Cody stuff and that. But when that match happens, like it is like it, that's gonna do monster numbers because people are invested in a WWE story. Like, I've been almost waiting for them to fuck it up. You know, waiting for like if, if Vince came back full time, you know what I mean? Sammy, sammy yeah. you wouldn't have got this moment. Sammy would have just stayed as like, you know, the weird hanger on to the bloodline forever until eventually, like, he just drifted off and did. He just battered else. him. Yeah. He just stayed yeah. at that spot in the card, but instead, not we've had this yeah. organic story where he's gotten over and people are into it and into the character, character beats. And, you know, I don't necessarily disagree that it's been slow in parts. Um, they seem to have maybe sped it up, you know, these last few weeks, if anything, to the detriment of it. I can't Kind of uh, somewhere like the story beach you know going to like the hayman thing on raw last week felt a little bit mm. soon you know some elements of this turn i'll talk about it if it felt a, a, a little bit soon which is ironic considering how long it's it's dragged out in its in, a, in its totality but like there's little nitpicks i can throw in there but yeah it's a well-told long-term story that's going to pay off in a fan you know in a massive match whether it's at wrestlemania or if it's you know what it seems to be elimination chamber the month before like that's wrestling is it not like that's not what, it's, that what proper, we're it's proper wrestling I, I say it all the yes. time but this is proper
2: fucking wrestling mm. it is it's sorry jp go on mate it's no no
0: no you go first
2: it's, no it's people are saying this ben i'm sorry if i'm jumping the gun about the mania stuff you know it's t- obviously it's got into where it, it's um roman and sammy but it's always been jay and sammy as well as well as jay and roman these are like the subplot like Jay was against them for how long he finally accepted them. He fa- we had all this at uh, um Survivor Series when he had to make his choice. He, he let Jay Ushow get the pin on Kevin Owens. It was, it's was always been about that. Roman's obviously the champion and the leader, so it's obviously going to go into him as well. But it's that's why I like this idea of it's in Montreal, you as JP said in yourself, you're going to get a massive fucker. all night, you're going to get a great reaction, great match out of it. And it's going to lead to WrestleMania, which we've said on this, and myself specifically, it's going to be U shows against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the tag team titles. And it should be the main event. People clamor for, like, tag team wrestling. That'll be the main event of the night one of -hmm. WrestleMania. And that's the story with... That's what's going to happen, I think. Jay's apparently left the bloodline. He's put on Instagram, hasn't he? Then he's actually left and stuff like that. That'll be the... Roman will bully him into, like, you know, making his choice, and he'll help... Roman Reigns win, I think, at the Elimination Chamber, and am fantasy booking him, yeah, but it's just got me that excited, but oh, it's fucking amazing, it, it, it really is. Yeah,
0: it's one of those. It, it's and it's good for that. And how often do we not like fantasy booking? As the part, the problem with it is, it's been at the whims of someone who has no idea about long term storytelling. That's but it. it does feel like because it's Roman that effectively it, having Heyman there not just as an on-screen character, but backstage to go, there is a way of doing this kind of, I'm not saying it's like Raven and Tommy dream, or something like that. But <laughs> exactly. what you end up doing is you end up incorporating a whole cast of characters into this yeah. and everyone gets over by default. Um, it's, I think the issue is, and we'll mention earlier on the chat, it's like the raw rumbles become a complication in this because this should be the mania main event. Like, cause it's the one, it's the match that's entirely over now if Sami Zayn ends up being the one to kind of dethrone this long-term title reign, then that's like the kind of thing you have to do at Mania. So I wondered if the Elimination Chamber would be for perhaps Night 2 of WrestleMania, who would face the winner of Cody Rhodes versus... But then that makes I, Night 1 completely yeah. predictable as well. I don't it think also it throws is. Cody to the wolves yeah. and things I, like that. I, but you kind of have to do this match there, because that's really what it demands. And I don't think anything else... And this is where you might won't have got the turn because they were very clever in how they structured out the card, having the men's rumble first, so you don't have the issue with Sami Zayn being there. Everyone knows that what you're waiting for the Sami Zayn stuff, it's the main event.
1: I'm making code
0: at the end of the night. That was
1: i thought it was really smart as well because it was like you didn't have yeah. that ray mysterio moment where it was like oh is it yeah. going to be brian da- Is it going to be daniel Bryan?" and then it's ray mysterio it was like everyone knew cody was coming and he's number mm. 30 so of course he's there it kind of I, th- I thought that was smart and it was yeah i think we probably should have seen a coming. like when they when they put uh, owens and, and roman as the uh, as the main event yeah. it was like okay something bigger bigger is happening here and i've I've seen some criticism of the, you know, the I had
0: a tenor on Cody. So oh, you know, I did go. all right. That,
1: that worked way, out. Well, I made some air winners. Well, those
0: great. thirteen to eight on odds, he seemed like an absolute banker to me.
1: I'll be talking some of uh, my uh, my winners up. Thank you, Logan Paul, <laughs> uh, in a little while. But yeah, like th- th- that. That mean of that going on last. I mean. You know, I get the criticism. The Owens-Roman match basically didn't matter because we were all watching it. I mean, in any circumstance, I don't think that mattered because I don't think anyone believes Kevin Owens is, is beating Roman Reigns. It goes to my overall point about, you know, Owens slotting in WWE in general. He's the guy who, you know, talks talks up the Austin match and then gets beat. He's not, you know, the equal of these top-level guys. He's that level below. But that's fine. His role in this was fine and that made event and what people wanted to see was this angle you know taking place afterwards you can call it amateur dramatics you can call it whatever you want you have to call it as over and that's what it was and it was just you know the execution of it or was it the way you expected it to go down like the, the the way they the way they did it in the end with the you know with the post match with the the usos going too far in there and beating down uh, owens and Sammy finally snapping i i kind of expected them to go the other way i thought it would be Maybe Zayn refuses to get involved in the Owen stuff, and you don't get that. And they battered him. Yeah, you don't yeah, get that He, the he chair. doesn't hit Roman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be but more was... sympathetic and almost. I think that'd be a better story. But then I don't know. It's wrestling, and they can't resist getting that. You know, the Seth Rollins hitting the hitting the Amber or hitting the Roman in the back was good callback. I thought he back, that then. Didn't he?
2: Yeah. And it was one of them, Benno, where you say about Kevin Owens. I thought it was amazing the way, obviously, you're right, the match itself didn't matter, but it's the definitive way Roman won. Them two, like, back of the head into the steps, they were nasty in itself, great bumps he was taking, but it was like, it, it made a good reason for Kevin Owens was fucked off that. He, he's going to be, you know, he's done enough in the match to win. Them Romans taking it too far after this. So I thought the way they'd done that and laid that out as well was fucking no perfect So, and then obviously everyone else jumping in. But, yeah, I'm with you. I didn't see it coming like that. And I didn't expect the Jay show bit. That was the one that, Mm. that was the fucking, as we all say, the chef's kiss on the FME. That was the one that's like, I didn't expect that at all. I just thought he'd jump in. But I, once again, knowing all the storyline, though, I should have knew that it's always been Jay's with Roman. So, Mm.
0: it's it's, honestly, it's just so well done,
2: boys. Honest to God, it is.
0: I mean, Mikey mentioned something in the chat there about actually... There's a there's an easy well I say an easy direction you can go in with this if you split the titles Cody has night one and then Sammy wins the elimination chamber to get the shot at night two you have those matches they lose and then you go into Roman versus Jay as a story kind of external of the title then you've got Gunter who is kind of prepped then Cody. possibly then for something for Cody yeah at that point if you can get it, you get him onto that. And it just sort of freshens stuff up and takes Roman yeah, well, out of the mix. You might
2: jump be able to mm. Sorry, I'm being positive, boys. What can you believe we're actually talking about fucking like you know possibilities of WWE matches here and <laughs> not being like the one fucking match? Yeah. I'm enjoying it, it's great, it's fucking refreshing.
0: Though, well, I, I don't feel I've done this since the <laughs> late nineties, <90s, laughs> yeah. to be honest with <laughs> you. Well, like, I've never tried to work this out. Possibly, no. Tell her like, the early two thousands, <laughs> and I just gave up. So I went, "Oh, that fucking loon's in charge." But this is interesting. I would say the cloud of all of this is, I, if I wonder if we're going to hear news about if Vince is backstage yeah. and things sure. like that. If because this feels very much like there was a couple of things. You thought, well, what would Triple H? Who are the people he would be wanting to put over that night? And you kind of go, "There's Sami Zayn being put over. There's Cody. There's um." Rhea Ripley. It feels like the kind of people that he would say necessarily that it's not the kind of stuff where there'd be big pushback. It's it's when Vince gets involved and goes, Nah, not having Sami Zayn beat Roman Reigns. We spent years trying to build this guy up, but can't have this guy win. Like, and and that's where the rubber kind of hits the road. That's why I don't have faith in It's Why I think there's still stuff about this is up to chance because look what Vince has done. He's back in Titan Tower. People have already been kicked out. I, I Just the final bit is the creative. We're in the road to WrestleMania, so he's going to go. All right, get this Montreal match out of the way. But there's no fuck. Like I could see him doing it and kind of tearing up plans. And I think that that still is a live, viable issue for them.
1: An argument. To JP, get I think much quicker yeah. rather than later in it, Matt. <laughs> okay, let's um, get it no done. That, do no, <laughs> no,
2: I think uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm against JP in a way with, with the the uh, as in with, that should go on at me. And I think it's right. It goes on at him. Um, Montreal because, you know, it's over anyway. In any town, it would be over, you know, because the storyline's is that hot. But it's going to be molten in here and you're going to shift one way or the other. Roman, I think Jay will get involved and you're going to shift all the heat onto Jay and the Usos going into that tag match at Mania that makes that the main event. And that's going to be a massive match in itself because they're the, unders- you know, we're talking in K-Fapes or whatever, they're the longest tag team champions of all time, so it'll mean mm. something extra more. When they win the tag belts, their you know, best mates winning it at WrestleMania and ending that fucking long streak. So, I think once you'll do this right, get the heat onto that match, and then as you, the only thing is, you've just got to re—you know—obviously fucking heat code the enrollment up. Then, but once again, I'm sure that that
1: that that will happen. So I don't know. It's just great though. The possibilities, boys, I love it. <laughs> it's um, it's like it's one of them. It's it's the it's the fruits of actually you know spending some time and putting and storyboarding something and like you know the people yeah. involved taking ownership of it as well like you know you, mm. you can tell this is like something that is close to like you know R- roman wants things to be a certain way Zayn knows how his cat. you know you hear any in interview with him you know i joked about the hell Warnie thing like you know like he's closely you know keeping an eye on and what happens what his character does and says heyman has got a lot of influence on this stuff too it's like you know i Again, I opened up, you know, making fun of the idea idea of, like, this giving, like, an emotional reaction. But that's what good fiction does, you know? And I think... Wrestling, you know it is?
2: Taking pride in what you do. Taking fucking pride in what you do. Being involved. Roman signed this new fucking deal, didn't he? I'm sure he... Obviously, no one gets creative control like fucking Terry these days, but he's got to have a say. He's got to have a good say Mm -hmm. in what he's doing. And I'm sure he does. And as Beno said, it's taking pride in what you do. It's fucking, you know...
1: You can see it in everyone's performances in this through the angles leading up to it, through to you know uh, Saturday Night at the Rumble and the way that was so well executed. Like and everyone was great in their role. You know, uh, Zayn was incredible. You know, showing the you know not not sure what to do about Owens getting beaten down. Roman was brilliant. Like some of the one liners he was throwing at Zayn, unbelievable. Beating, ben, mate, ben. Yeah, go back to doing jackass shit and stuff like that. Yeah, like,
3: unbelievable.
1: That different... <laughs> <Back in line.
2: laughs> a line. What a that was. <laughs>
1: It's Just so funny to see, like, you know, that like the, the people who just and I've been there don't want to give WWE any credit, don't want to want to. It's like the reverse, you know, the way we accuse WWE fans of having brainworms, JP. It's like reverse brainworms, where it's like, no, you know, like, mm. oh, the crowd winners, oh, it's not about the wrestling, it's about the melodrama. Oh, it's like, it's, it's like just you've got to accept sometimes that like this has been done well, you know. <laughs> you, you, you can admit I didn't like it, you could admit you know this yeah. isn't to my take it how many times do we say that jp it's not for me that's it's fine to say that <laughs> you don't have to stretch to justify it and pretend you know the crowd aren't as into it as they were or pretend there's you know don't things wrong with it or pretend well actually you know that's the other one I've them bad about or if you think if you think this is you know well told storytelling i'm begging you to watch a film or watch a tv show that's another one people will throw out there like it's just bollocks like you could say that about anything in wrestling like even the it's wrestling. It's fucking stupid by its nature. Even the greatest stories in wrestling history that we've seen take place are all still to build up a stupid play fight between two pro wrestlers. Like, if you think we are not above any other form of entertainment here, you, you know what I mean? The stuff that you like, even if it's if it's more, you know, it's it, it's more of a niche than, you know, mainstream WWE. Still isn't any deeper than, like, you know, a fantastic indie film or, or, or TV show. But, a, you know, there can be a. I love a Fast and Furious film. There can be a well done action film that isn't the smartest thing in the world mm. that still gets you yeah. with that emotional beat, you know. Gosh. Vin, Vin oh, Diesel gosh. being sad, the poor walkers, or, or the Brian's gone in Fast and Furious, for example. You know what I mean? Like, that's a stupid fucking film with men flying each other in cars. But they can get you in that little emotional moment if you tell the story well within that medium. And like, I just think it's a very easy thing for people to go to because this is a form of wrestling they don't like. This is WWE. So it's ridiculous that people are treating it like any, any, any other medium. But like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, for the fucking, you know... Sons of Anarchy is not the deepest show in the world. I know you love that, Matt. You know what I mean, me and you, JP. We've got our and I'll got eyes eyes, from a TV eyes watching it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I'm gave some bus. tears. You know, it's like, it did <laughs> I'd love to see the watch history, JP, of, uh, of some of these people who are, uh, are acting like they're uh, they're too big to admit that uh, you know WWE of all people have have told the story well
0: and the people involved have have done a good job. I mean, there's simple economics as well. You can look at this, how successful it JP, is. JB, I, I mean, was going
2: to bring numbers in in a minute, and I'm not a yeah. numbers guy. I was going to throw some at you, Beno.
0: <laughs> like, these, it's one of the successes that they've had that probably doesn't get spoke, like, in terms of the financial stuff. Like, you have the Saudi shows, you have the TV deals. They obviously take up a lot of the airspace. But it's the idea of moving the Rumble, basically, and SummerSlam to stadiums. Is something that is working. They don't always sell Saturday, them out. Like this on a
2: Saturday, JP as well.
0: On a Saturday, Saturday yeah, yeah, exactly. Which they had to do because there was the NFC and AFC championship games going on on the Sunday, so they they had to do it then. And what seven point seven million gate? I think it was like forty. Was it forty four thousand that was reported or something like like that? That was from WrestleTix, but they lied. They said it was fifty one thousand. Assume that's bollocks. You mentioned the social media numbers and everything else. It has been on all the metrics that they take seriously. This has been a big success. And it's appealed very much to their fan base who are engaged generally with these stories. Things like Judgment Day, which I shake my head at. And some of it, like, if you are... We haven't spoken about Bray Wyatt. We're going to get to... Oh, we're going to. We're going to. Don't worry. Don't worry. But, like... I think it's like you're still getting shit on these shows. It's just that that audience there, they're all right with it, as long as the people that they ultimately like are kind of shown in in prominent positions. And I think Sami Zayn's story and all of that is the success of it because it didn't rely on bringing in some high-priced talent in order to come in and main event because they seem like they are a star. This is taking people who you've kind of ground down into this audience for a very, very long time in... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn using their back history in a way. And my God, how many times has that been used now? Like, see, so like, but it's still being used here in a different way because it's not them feuding with it. But it it made the connection. It was the thing that was like, Sami had seen he'd seen too much because it was doing this to his to his best friend.
1: And that's a bit so wrong, like, because we've seen the things Owen's done. Right, yeah. that is, that's a weak but, point of the story, I would say. You can,
2: you can paper over it. You might it. Yeah, with this, but I've seen someone say it's like they always turn on each other, but once someone else tries to hate them, it's like having that big brother where you They're fight brothers. each other, but then if someone else hates your brother, yeah. you'll stick up for him. That's what it's like. Yeah. And I like that's, that part of it.
0: That's exactly I, I think that's exactly how, how they've pitched it. And it's and they kind of can make it work because it's 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 true. There isn't like any wild, like having Sami Zayn as like a mad conspiracy theorist for a while and things like that. <laughs> that's not that's not who he is. But this, like in terms of this, you're getting people playing much closer versions to themselves, obviously amped up in many ways. That crowd was chanting fuck you, Roman. Yeah. Really, incredibly loudly.
2: Now that's sexy, JP. That
1: whole that's,
0: <laughs> For the first the heels, like, it, here in the face. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What's going on? It's it feels. Oh, Gennady is exciting. What's going on?
0: And when was the last time we could talk about a mania main event, which really feels like it's not just high-priced stars that you're bringing in. You're not having to bring in a Goldberg or a Taker or a Michael or someone else you're bringing in from the outside. You're talking about like being able to do this stuff with Sammy fucking Zane. And I'm convinced it wouldn't like if you brought Brock Lesnar in that main event, that's not gonna sell out any more tickets. I think it'd sell a lot less than what Sami Zayn would at this point in time.
1: Where do you I think that's the, the matters like sorry. Uh, yeah, because it's not gonna be the Mania main event, I don't think, is the is the unfortunate counter mm-hmm. to that. But like it could be, it could be. You know, they could go that route. I think. think but it the fact like it could well be States Jim Beno's like...
2: a good thing to I say. It... I don't think mm. it will be. But the fact we're actually saying Sami Zayn can main event WrestleMania is an achievement in its fucking self. That mate. come on, especially considered that's like just... he was
1: basically like I was making fun of him. It's like Nakamura's like uh, he's basically retired. And retired, in yeah. Because he was yeah. really for all intents and purposes until but... Johnny Knoxville <laughs> come come call him, Penno. Yeah, a <laughs> fire under his ass, didn't he? But like that's that's something that's been thrown around with this Matt I'll ask you, like is you know people call it the best storyline in wrestling history one of the best WWE storylines of all time like i'll caveat it with i think it is one of the best WWE storylines of all time i think it's the best since i'd say the batista triple h stuff for me um yeah. And again, yep. I'm not the WWE Defender. 80% of the rest of that product's not for me. You know, we could spend every week ripping apart the production and the way they tell stories and, and do their undercard, but, like, we'd just be boring people. It's not an interesting conversation. Just believe me when I say the majority of the new product is still not for me. But this has captured, like, my imagination. And for me, maybe it's because it stands so far above the rest of the show. Maybe there's, there's an element of that as well. But, I don't know, is Batista and Triple H the, the last... Great story they told like this, Matt. Like, is, is it is it up there for you?
2: A long term one, Ben. I, I mean, yeah, off the top of me, yeah, definitely. That's because even between the Triple H, that was like five months, maybe, maybe four or five months, really. And he kind of went in and out, but like it was hammered home, like around January. you so got like four proper months. This is I, I, but I count this, boys, since the funded since Roman come back, basically is when. I think this whole thing starts with Jay show again. I know, once again, I'll keep mentioning his name and that, but and we're talking about Sami Zayn, but this does start all back then, boys, three years ago nearly, in the Thunderdome, and that's why I think, Benno, it, it is one of the greatest. I don't know what, I, obviously, I'm a big Roman man, so I'm obviously it, it is up there, but until I see the end, which, I, w- w- once again, I'm in mean, no doubt it's going to be amazing. Once it actually concludes, then I might say it, but I'm not saying it yet, if that makes any sense to you. But it's definitely in the conversation, 100 percent
1: It's making be worth your brain power. How many times, JP, have we gone yeah. like like la- for, go back to last year's rumble when when we were we were talking about that one? I think you and Garrett did that show and I did the one after. And it was like my main takeaway was it was shit. Um I had the had a laughing parts, but it's not really worth me brain power to to sit down and try and analyse it. Mm. It's just all shit. Like this is making do. this is making do worth you know, that little bit of bearing power. I actually think WWE is a happy point for me right now because it's like, I almost don't want Raw to be that good. I don't want to have to watch Raw for three hours every Monday. You know, Dynamite's enough each week. That gives me enough of, uh, that gives me great wrestling every week and a TV show I can sink my teeth into. Smackdown, I can take or leave. But like this story and the pay-per-views are worth time they're worth talking about like since you know we can mm-hmm. the triple h week to week i don't think he's really made the difference as far as Smackdown goes but i think they've had a consistent run of pay-per-views and they've got this top line story that's enough for me with WWE i keep them at arm's length for that reason because i've been punished so many times over the years yeah. but this is so good that it's even making me think eh, it's worth giving them that time it's worth-, worth giving them that you know that brain space
0: it's worth giving them the social media time. It's not worth, like I would say, sitting up watching actually watching the watching television. Raw. Because it's <laughs> watching Raw, like that's still something I can't.
2: We're the Kip JP? When it's on, aren't we? Where the kiff? Oh, it, you
1: haven't watched Raw twenty sixteen. You've hyped on, you. you piped
0: here. <laughs> um, there are. I mean, I think it, it's it, at this point. It's it's the most successful storyline mm. since. I, I mean, I suppose Daniel Bryan. Would be that, but that's a storyline that they actively tried to ruin. That's it was a storyline that worked
2: up, I in spite that of the as well. That's
0: because you're looking at it. because if they,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, that was it. But then they complicated it by putting in the main event where it was like Randy Orton. Yeah, like I say, Randy Orton versus, versus Batista. That's what people really want, and it was just like, no, they fucking don't. And I do wonder well, about it. the same situation, kind of. Like arising here from this point, like it'll be because how many people like on you know Tom recording on Monday? How many people like the crowd on Raw? They're going to be chanting for Sammy and stuff like that. That's going to be an interesting thing to monitor. Not that I'll be monitoring it because I won't be watching it, but <laughs> it it is something at least to hold your hand that they can like. Th- this is just for this as much as anything else. It's just about being leaving a story alone and being allowed to have it told in a way and giving it time. And letting it kind of engage, yep. and letting, as, as you Definitely. mentioned before, it's as much about letting the performers take control of this, not an army of scriptwriters. It's like it does; it feels like they're kept well away from it. They obviously have their hands, all the writing team of their hands all over the other products, and too that's, many cooks and the usual why, WWE yeah. problems.
1: That's why you get those great moments, because like you know the everything, you know Sammy's natural reaction to it, Romans in the moments, even the stuff like you know covering Sammy's body in the uh, in the rose petals from uh, all of those little details. amazing, it's still amazing attention to detail in it, Matty. Like all of those little moments yeah, in it, the visual, where, at the end, yeah. That it's not some writer writing it; it's the people involved feeling it and knowing their characters and knowing their place in it. Like it was just unbelievably well executed. <laughs>
0: I would just say, though, they didn't fucking drag it on That point. It was a bit long. Like, that's towards that's the okay. end
1: of it. I think that's okay. Is I mean, the... the pay-for-you itself was Can a I little be? bit on the long side. It was. Oh, but, Christ. Like, yeah. But I, I, at the same time, because like, I, I don't like because like, AEW when they run too long it could definitely become a drag. I get a bit annoyed when there's Americans on Twitter moaning that it's half eleven and it's like come you on. You always life. hate that oh, fellow, don't you? The show you didn't start that. till one in the morning for us. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's fucking half eleven. You're not know eight. Stop you that. know what I mean? You can stay up till quarter to twelve on a fucking Saturday night. You're fine. You know. <laughs> um, it's wall to wall. It's always people on the East Coast as well. The fucking worst. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I but then I think the show was well paced because it wasn't that many matches. So while it was long. I I didn't necessarily have a problem with it. And I think, I don't know, what do you think, Matty, is a payoff to a story that has taken this long to tell? I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to no, use. Had, if
2: time no, it's not perfect. For me, it was. And as you say, it, it would have felt even longer if the fans weren't reacting or not on Bennett. Yeah. They would involve, as you said, they were hanging on every movement, every fucking direction they were going. And even, you know, we haven't even given the other, like, Jimmy show. We've got to give him mm. solo Shakoa. Even at the end when they... Uh, did you did you watch it all? Where at the very end, and the, the WWE signs up at the bottom, and Roman mm. saying to him, "We're at war now, Solo. Yeah. We're we're ready to go to war." And even Solo's face is like a bit like confused because it's his brother, Jay's yeah. his brother, isn't it? It's like he's conflicted, but he's going to be a good soldier and probably stick with Roman. So and that's it's been just a full element, everyone involved.
1: So his interactions between the characters because Solo was like Sammy's backup for a while until eventually yeah. he turned as well. Yeah. There is there's all these little exactly. personal things, aren't there? If you are paying attention to it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But
2: as a, can I give you some numbers then? Just because I know you're up the numbers guys. We've got as JP said, we've got a live gate of seven point seven million dollars, which is double the Royal Rumble record. Mm-hmm. This is off your man Brand- Brandon as well, uh, Beno. You've got viewership of the event is up fifty two percent. Oh, well, that's bollocks! I am
1: not having that one. That's nonsense. <laughs> peak,
2: peak, No, Peacock Peacock subs have roughly doubled since last year's event. I mean, We've got, I knew about the uh, merch
1: sales. That's Go because on. they're on Go Peacock on, and not finish. on the network. <laughs> I don't think that's really a number. Like it's the most people that ever watch. Yeah, that's because it's not on pay per view for eighty dollars anymore and not on a and a you know a niche network service. I don't know. I want that one.
2: Okay, and you've got merch sales are up over 100% from last year, but I did hear the rumours, and this isn't even bloodline, did you hear that Cody's merchandise actually sold out before the fucking show had even started? So that just shows, like the level of investment in WWE at the minute, as, as JP saying. So mm. it's just one of them, boys. I'm fucking loving it. My it synonymous. was in front of 50,000. Yeah, this it was in front of 50,000 fans as well. So it makes it even fucking, you know, Come get on. the visual even better. <laughs> well, you know, JP, 45. They did that it, filming yeah. in
0: the corner thing, which <laughs> is canny. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but they're very clever doing that.
2: But it wasn't empty, was it? it wasn't MC.
0: WAW did that when they ran Norwich and they had Grant Holt. <laughs> They just ran the corner and a stand and had the cameras like with them. the hotel in the background,
1: the travel lodge or whatever it
0: was. See these are these are this is, this is the, the
1: the spin. You are doing your your best Matinomics, so yeah. Basically Matinomics yeah. right? the show title. But like this is the spin Triple H is gonna be doing and it's gonna be the biggest WrestleMania ever. Yeah, it's because it's over two nights. Um, and also it's on Peacock and Dollar per View or, or WWE Network anymore. But there's some truth to it. There's a for, for WWE there's a hot story going on that's gonna mm. you know pay off. Who knew? You know, I knew I, I knew I'd get it out of your bedroom like, eventually. I was
3: it's still... still <laughs> <really>
1: invested. Yeah, <laughs> well.
0: we still don't know how's it hit into the mainstream, but certainly what it has done is engaged the base in a way that they haven't been for a, like for really like a very, very long time. Yeah. And they're hot for a story that involves about six people that you can get a variety of different matches out of all of whom can go sure. in the ring and all of whom are more than capable of being able to tell that story. And I think that is like, that's largely to their credit now in other areas, <laughs> you know, yeah. it all goes like, it. it you know, it, it goes to shit and there's still a load of question marks and you do wonder about certain things, but it's more, if you ask me what my overall like kind of, I suppose your overall feeling is just like, was this show a success? And you kind of look at that ending and then you look at where they were really at the start. You kind of go, yeah, it was. And the crowd reacted in ways that they wanted them to react at certain points. And if they weren't reacting like that, well, it didn't matter because they were in the dark. (laughs) <laughs> we'll
1: get to that uh, chris says "Yeah, the uh the ratings are going to be interesting to watch for the mm-hmm. yeah you know how hot are we in this like wrestlemania uh, wrestlemania period i guess we'll see but unless you've got anything else on there on this angle should we uh switch uh switch gears to talk uh cody I suppose that's the other uh big story mm-hmm. coming out of coming out of this one matt he's uh you know won the won the men's rumble an opener um for for uh for the men's rumble just felt wrong you know it was like only, you know, first going, time ever. First time watch, ever, yeah. I don't I was watching it live one in the morning and the spoilers had come through that like that was gonna kick things off and it just like it's like
2: oh I stayed oh. up for it, Ben, just that match because I knew it was first and watched that live. Oh, you it, were watching it of it me there. Oh no, so no, you,
1: you have a hot wheater of picks on the go while yeah. you're watching it or uh, you know. Keep <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I I was in bed like Ben. I was actually in the bed like <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I had I had like JP said I had a couple of a uh, couple of bets, sneaky bets on, you know Logan Paul getting to the final four, sorting me out and Oh boy, Cody getting the uh, the uh, joint most eliminations with uh with uh, with Gunther, definitely. Uh, got I think got fifteen quid off each. So you know, I'm rolling in the money this weekend, lads. After that, uh, after that one, what did what did we make of it as a before we get into Cody? I suppose what did we make of it as a as a rumble? Um, as an overall sh- or overall match? I said on the uh, on the daily update earlier. Matt, for me, it was like <coughs> I don't know, it was a bit pink by numbers. Like I I, I felt like. I don't know. There was something a bit messy the way it was laid out for me. It felt a bit like every time it was like every time something big felt like it was happening, we'd go to another entrance, and it was like they were relying overly on the entrances for the moments. If that makes sense, it just didn't feel like much was happening in the ring apart from maybe the Lashley Brock moment. Obviously, there's a big moment with it, with Logan Paul I want to talk about as well. But for me, it was a bit nondescript until those last you know five ten minutes with cody and Gunther, which were incredible and i say this about wrestling all the time people only it's the the match people only remember the hot closing and stretch most of their rating comes across that hot hot clothes and stretch but yeah i've heard different talk on it like i didn't think much of the rumble match itself i've heard people talk about it as one of the, the greatest rumbles of all time pretty sure Dave Meltzer said that uh where did it land for you Your man yeah Your man There's no, no such thing as a bad rumble yeah, but no. I, I thought this was middle and where were you no, I thought it was.
2: I wouldn't say it's nowhere near one of the best for me, but it was a. It's a breeze to watch. It was a. It was a good, solid Royal Rumble for me. As I say, not one of the best of all time, but mm. he's not wrong with it, I don't think Ben. I think you know you had the Gunfer obviously going coast to coast. You know enough. You had, you know Cody coming back. You had your Brock stuff. Um, even Seamus and Drew McIntyre, like that was the only mm. one for me, a, a bit detailed. That didn't get much of a, a payoff, did it? But they were working together all match. You know, Kofi missing his spot for the second year in a row, Ben. He's, uh, he's meant to do something, when he? Landing on the chair and stuff. Feel sorry. He needs to jack that in now, though, doesn't he? <laughs> Two years in a row, he needs to, like, pack that one in. But no, I thought it was just a breeze, Ben, and obviously Logan, but Edge coming back. I know people aren't, uh, aren't happy about that, but it ties all the storyline up. It'll with make the no rage, though, sadly. No though, sadly.
1: Edge's big comeback.
2: What's that? <laughs> nobody and even the Rey Mysterio. Yeah, nobody it, it tied that up, and you had the um, Ray got injured apparently, didn't he? By carrying cross, which everyone's gonna be upset about. I'm, but, upset, uh, mate. I'm, I'm me He played that in with the Dominic stuff coming out in his match. So obviously the story Yeah, the storyline's gonna be obviously that Dominic took him out and stuff. So that, that carries that on to WrestleMania as well. So mm. I thought it was it was a good rumble, Ben, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm upset about the Ray one, mainly because I had money on him, um, and uh, Sky better refusing to give me money back because he didn't come out. But outside of that, yeah, I mean, you know, it it didn't... I suppose that there comes a point, doesn't it, JP, where, like, you know, mm. as much as we talk about you know you want you do when you're big i saw flutter say you, you know yeah these these lads don't know how to book a rumble you've got to have your big moments your big surprises and stuff and it's like yeah that makes sense when you're booking a rumble in preston but i think there comes a point where like you know the great rumbles the 1992 rumble even the, 2000, Use the roster. 2001 rumble Matty said they used the roster and there's come a point where it became the thing to do to do all of these cameos and Bring all these old guys back, and we sat there on JP on JP on Friday doing the weekend show, trying to come up with exciting people that could have come in. They're really weren't anywhere that you know, and I wouldn't include Booker T, you know, in 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 a, in a list of people I'm excited to see. There's something to be said for doing a rumble, like you say, Matt, with your with your roster, with your core roster that, that you've got, um, and I think that part of it I did like, even if, like I say, the execution wasn't quite there for me. What were you thinking of it uh, watching it through JP? I assume you watched it the uh, the morning after.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, I did try, and <laughs> it woke my girlfriend up basically through like one of the the crowd entrances, and it was oh for fuck's sake. So like I, I kind of like, I'll leave this for the for the morning on here. I thought where this rank like it, I agree generally with a lot of the points. I probably enjoyed it a little bit more than you. I mean on the app I went three point two five. What the hell are you gonna rate a rumble? Yeah, because rumble. In, in some ways it's never really gonna get above that like to a certain point unless it's like the 92 Rumble I don't even you don't even really go five stars for that because it's, it's
2: 2001 JP
0: 2001 <laughs> the fabled 2001 Raw Rumble I cannot remember it. JP
2: I've
0: got no I, I don't, can't believe <laughs> it, it can no I, I, you,
2: you that beat your head I did it <laughs> 100%
0: just shocked but I thought okay so what do Rumbles need to achieve ultimately and did it achieve those things did it have the kind of <laughs> Right reaction at the end? Yes. Were the crowd generally engaged? Yes. Did it build up a couple of people? Yeah. Like, and you know, a couple of them that I'm not particularly mad about. It didn't have the surprises. I was less bothered by that probably because I had such low expectations generally, but I never found that like, even though I wasn't perhaps like excited by it, I wasn't like completely turned off watching it. I didn't completely disengage. It wasn't like having moments where, there were complete wastes of time coming in. There were people in there you kind of think they were doing things with. So having obviously Gunter coming across great as, as the Iron Man, which kind of is the idea you can have him as the monster, but he doesn't look like a monster.
2: So what else do you need to do? All time record. doesn't. Yeah.
0: Have him, have him as the Iron Man. They did the thing around Cody. Probably it wasn't what I would have wanted. It wasn't what we were predicting. Um, but ultimately, it's it's the kind of thing where, um, you know, I was generally quite, you, you know, I was okay with what they did and what they tried to achieve for it. Lashley-Lesnar three for Mania, fine. Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins, why not? We haven't gone into the, the spot for that. Sheamus having some sort of Indian summer to his career is quite nice for someone that I've been at best ambivalent about Same. for such a long time. It's good. They're like getting, he's 45. They said his birthday. I didn't want to say his age. I mean, I think there comes a point, just given what is apparently the state of his back, I'm kind of amazed he's doing this. Having him in a tag team with Drew McIntyre, why not? Why not? It's something, it's a direction to go in post-Mania. You've
2: rest got of it for me. You've got to crowd with Seamus and, Gun- and Gunford at WrestleMania and uh, have, uh, put his career on the line. No, it sounds melodramatic because he has never yeah. that see, has he? So have the Korea versus IC and have him beat Gunford at rest. And he'll have a full and then go into Gunter
0: Cody. You, take, yeah, you exactly. need to take Gunter out of that intercontinental title. Exactly. List, have him exactly. have him out of there as well. You can have Imperium versus Brawling Brutes as well on the kind of sides to a lot of that stuff. I mean, it's it's absolutely fine for it. So even though it was 80 minutes, it was one of the longer ones, even though there wasn't like the big surprises, which yeah, like I say, I'm probably in the minority for it. I was less bothered about. I thought they did an okay job. One of the best rumbles ever, no. One of the worst, no. And what have we had really for the last decade? A lot of shit and a lot of angry fans generally. And we didn't get that.
1: I mean, I thought, you know, I think that the Seamus and, and Gunter stuff and, you know, the Imperium and Brawl and Brutes thing, to the point, outside of the Roman Sami Zayn universe, that's been the other best thing in WWE. Again, mm-hmm. the, the vast majority of TV not for me, but on the quiet, they've been having great matches you know say it quietly banger matches you know uh, they have been killing it and i think them two getting that moment at the start of the rumble really worked for me as simon says you know yeah i'm mm. expecting that to be a an in joke that uh the gunther is the iron man of the rumble but he was i didn't think he did much in the match that was maybe only negative i mean mm. i know he was out there for an hour and 10 minutes but he didn't do much memorable he had to stay down with brock But then this is what I mean about the the sloppy pacing of it. Like, it felt like maybe the Kofi thing bled into that. Maybe, you know, because Kofi was supposed to land on the chair and he didn't. Please retire doing those spots, Kofi. You're too old now. Maybe that knocked things out of sync because it felt like Walter and Gunther were supposed to have either more or less of a moment because, like, they did the stare down and then they came to blows with Lashley's music playing in the background, which just kind of killed it. You know, I'd rather they did nothing did that. I'd rather they just stared, and mm. you know, maybe Kofi was going to come in with a springboard and split them up, or you know, something was supposed to happen that didn't. But it was just missing just that little bit more for me. But like, I'm not going to complain too loudly about like, you know, again, Gunther, you know, Walter signing for it. Walter signing for NXT UK shouldn't have ended <laughs> with this. You know, we talk about the the wildness of Sami Zayn being in like wb's hottest story, and Kevin Owens too, like. That story's even wilder. He signed for WWE UK, Walter of all people. (laughs) And here he is. Walter White, Matty, as you used to call him, is in this spot as the Rumble Iron Man. And he's trusted to be the big bad that Cody goes back and forth with for five to ten minutes at the end and put him over, like... Triple H must fucking love this man. Because oh, he's doing love it him. as well. Yeah. Looking like an Olympic swimmer. Like I would prefer it. Give him 50 pounds, not even muscle, 50 pounds more of fat. I want that, I want that Gunther. Like I want him to be more that. Like he did look, you know, he's up up face to face with Brock. He looked a little bit too slender for my liking. I'd like him to put a few uh, a few more pounds on, but it's just unbelievable that he's he's the one in that moment, Matt with Cody. It's just crazy.
2: Oh, it's you know me, Benno. I mean, I've, that's when I uh, started me indie uh, run when I got getting on Walter, wasn't it? And like you were live Walter and mate.
1: Yeah, pro wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what a, a match, though. Yeah, it,
2: I was, I was. Mm. And I didn't even obviously didn't. No one seen this, as you say, Ben. But fucking, hell he's delivered, hasn't he? Since he's been there, and him and Brock continue and name, even.
1: I think they're doing yeah. it. I think that. I think they've gauge in the reaction to it, and I think that's it. He's got. He, it's going to happen. I think you know that wouldn't in a million. We probably so Lashley and Brock. Chamber then, I That'd think
2: so, yeah, because Do he's that, done that enough right. times, have
1: not
0: he? Speaking of the cha- chamber, b- chamber, Mikey mentions there that the elimination chamber match will be for the US title, with qualifying matches right. set All for tonight's RAW. So yeah. yeah. This is on my theory from earlier on, but you know, thank God, still keeps this still in.
1: I was in trying date. to talk about too much Cody like no. speculation because Raw's in like two hours, so I'll come back and I'll edit if we say anything stupid. I want that. We'll agree to that. Yeah,
3: because
1: um, <laughs> I'll be watching it. Um, <laughs> but I, I suppose yeah, we allude, we alluded to it. The other big moment in the uh, the pool Rumble. Pool general, <laughs> pool general love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other big moment in the uh, Rumble itself. Logan Paul uh, coming back, who apparently again to date the podcast is going to be returning to UFC in this uh, or not returning, debuting for UFC in his imminent future, unless he's uh, unless he's trolling. Um, it sounds like that. I don't
2: know,
0: he's going to get his uh, fucking ass tomorrow. handed to him.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll
2: be fixed that one, JP. <laughs> it's, all fixed, fixed isn't that face, it's all be fixed that first um
0: uh, the fake stuff. Not in UFC, mate. They they have to go to like fucking USADA testing pools and
1: stuff. <laughs>
0: Pride, on the them. other You'll hand, getting... rising, anything goes, but mm. it'd be a loon to do that. They've said it for such a long time. Sorry. Well yeah, to the
1: point like I I like I, Logan Paul's just uh he's a wrestling promoter's dream. Like he's he's over, he's got like you know, the, the most Popular, what's The st- stupid sports drink, Prime? Prime. Was, we were in the, uh, the corner shop in town. There was uh, a tenner they were going for. it. was uh, explaining it all. The, uh, I've
2: got but... two in this bedroom here, better have you? I've got two here in the bedroom. The... Of... You lads yeah, been yeah, off yeah. the
1: wakey wines, have you, love? <laughs> You've been off there. <laughs> uh, have you sipped them, Matt, or are you saving them to sell on eBay? Is that the, uh, is that the plan? Pay for the uh, stag? Oh, in... Beto,
2: come on, that, that knocked me... The amounts of sugar in that put me in a coma, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steph got them for, the, for one of her mate's kids who wanted one and still he still
1: and I'm tempted to, to sneak one out. as you say, put it on fucking eBay. Like... <laughs>
0: tastes like piss, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Uh, But he's somehow the selling selling there. Like, everything's away, is mm-hmm. As we were talking about in the pre-show. And like he is one of the biggest stars in the world. You know, whether he'll do well or not in <laughs> UFC, he's athletically gifted, he's... You know he can fight to a level when it comes to the box. You know he at least at least is is holding his own and stuff. Like he's he's a wrestling you know promoter's dream. And yeah, I was made up to see him back in the rumble. And look, I know this ricochet spot, and I know uh, it wasn't for, here. We uh, go. wasn't for everyone. <laughs> but look, like I'll make the, I'll defend this. Like if if Logan Paul can't be a dumb jock, who can? You know what I mean? It's like if he if yes. he can't be a stupid fucking jock who's on the spr- who's on the apron who's looking at another fucking idiot in Ricochet who we know on record is a fucking idiot and they stare at each other and I absolutely buy that they would be both be like you know what yeah I can springboard higher than you yeah I'm gonna win this springboard duel I can absolutely organically imagine that moment happening and you can come back to me and you can say oh it's stupid because you know they both be you know they're both not trying to win the match like again. It's stupid ego. They are. St- it's like. It's like again. I love. Maybe I'm the wrong person for this, but I love the. Like I said earlier, I love the Fast and Furious films. Vin Diesel will drive his car into another man, out of pure pride and ego. Like and that you can buy that because that's what that character would do. He would fly through the air and save somebody's hurtling body at the top of top of a motorway. I don't think this is that that different. Like it's not even like I don't think it's stupid. I know it's stupid. But, like, I used to have this with one of my mates. Like, he used to, like, he used to, any film he'd watch, he'd be like, oh, that's stupid because I, I wouldn't do that. Oh, I'd never, what a stupid decision that character made. So unbelievable. It's like, you not know people? People make bad decisions all the time. Everyone you <laughs> know does things that are stupid. Like, people do stupid shit. And as far as two wrestlers who I can buy doing a stupid thing, it's these two. And, like, I thought the spot made perfect sense. If Ricochet doesn't jump, Logan Paul lands on his feet and calls Ricochet a shithouse for not joining him in the air in that daft moment. I thought it was brilliant. Perfect for the rumble. As Mikey says, a dick-swinging contest and a great visual. And that was it. That, I think that was my... My critique of the Rumble match was that there weren't maybe enough memorable big spots, but this is the memorable big spot that they're going to buy yeah. in video package forever and ever. Ah, uh, What can I say? I loved it. I thought Beno, it was can great. I just say, Benno, that's
2: one of the best rants of in I don't know how long, mate. <laughs> it, <I> love that.
1: <laughs> Take that, Jamesy. Uh, what I'm what I'm Jamesy's allowed to hate it. Jamesy's got it uh, <laughs> up, up,
0: up, up. Oh, no, me. <laughs> It's bollocks, but so much about the rumble is bollocks. Wrestling's like, why bollocks. do they break up the yes. stupid. Yes. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it
1: can be really smart, too, in part. It's like any joke. in underpants you can really... presenting
0: a fight. Yeah. If we're going to be.
1: And you can take that and you can do really good fucking indie, you know, fucking level filmmaking with incredible, like, low budget storytelling. You, you can get that. But you can also get a dumb jock action movie in the wrestling form, and that's yeah. what this is. You know, I like both. That's and fine. That's, I like I like a and that's what it, story too.
0: And you mentioned about Logan Paul. There, you know, he had been a face into the going into the match with kind of Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia, hmm. and managed to capture that. Dare I say it? Like, and here he came out and he just embraced the fact. Yeah, that this crowd fucken, yeah him. Didn't give a fucking shit. Yeah. didn't throw him off at all doesn't really have to change his character because, like you say, that's who he is and he does this kind of stuff. And it will, you know, it'll do more for Ricochet's, I don't know, will it do more for Ricochet's career? Do for more for Ricochet being a memorable character in WWE as much as anything that, but he was completely fucking daft. But then breaking up someone being thrown out of a battle royal who you don't really know, you don't really associate with, that's really fucking dumb. And they did that all the time. Like, why would you do you just go it's my interest to have less people here bye bye I'll help you I'll help you like yeah. but they rarely ever do that kind of to stuff to me that's worse so,
1: like that's not even yeah, that's much feasible. worse you probably shouldn't be doing that you know but you know they do it too much you know stuff like it's like yeah. um, you know me and John are the back and forth with this but by all means I'm not having a go with John because I think John was more on the side of of not liking you know the, the ricochet uh, and Logan Paul spot but like I said to him you know Rhea Ripley you know in the main event how long did she spend on apron like you know what I mean like she was like open to be eliminated people do do dumb shit in these matches and yeah. And to me this felt more justifiable than any of them I couldn't really understand the it would level be, of uh, art it radio it wouldn't,
0: it wouldn't really make for a good show if four people just lay under the, the bottom turnbuckle and went ah, fuck to- off <laughs> holding on to the post like that's not really good TV even though that's what you would do in real life hmm. like I saw Gideon Grey do it at the Riptide Rumble he handcuffed himself like and way I just and you were just like oh yeah good shout and he just went no and then occasionally he'd slide out underneath the bottom rope or something along those lines. It's just like okay that's that's good, probably giving someone a bad booking idea now. But you you need this kind of stuff from it. I mean, you know they had him eliminate Seth Rollins as well.
2: That won't be was... a throwaway thing, will it? That'll be no. a to surely. I couldn't believe that when I seen it. I thought he'd be lashed in with Cody Chef. Generally, he did think he and was going down that route. I
1: thought he'd if be... CM Punk was to come out, I thought that was going to be the big payoff. Oh, I bet you, yeah. you hate Seth even more now, Bello. No. I mean, did you see the fucking <laughs> state of him when he made and those? Oh, what the fuck was he wearing? That's what enough. the fuck? And, was that that wearing... and that Applebee's outfit is a see-through top. Remember you know I mean? being to that? Oh my, my god! Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> she should be applying for a divorce on the back of that. I'd be like, why are you going out dressed up? Put some fucking clothes on you, embarrassment. Like, people know who we are um <laughs> he got he was quite quiet i thought in there as well he and, and it's he really it, it, it does feel at seth rollins mm. as much as anything because it didn't go to what i imagined the final two was going to be which was him and cody yeah same mm. and okay. that being the few he felt like that was the way and then you'd have him ready for a post roman challenger then wouldn't you at that point and he's so it's it, you know I wondered why he wasn't there. And I thought, well, if he's getting eliminated by Logan Paul, that feels like the kind of thing that they end up doing at Mania because if they're not putting him in a main event, you can kind of open up the show with something like that. It will get loads of press, loads of buzz, everything else. It'll be what he wants. He's done the talk show circuit before. You know, he's got Applebee's on side. Looks rank as well. Might say, not like Popeyes.
1: It was all right. It was all right when I went there, uh, but maybe yeah, maybe I ordered bad when I went. But no, I, I like that. And you, Logan Paul Ricochet, like, you know, I, that was another thing. I think somebody um, somebody said to me, Seth, uh, Steph's a bigger Applebee's fan, by the way. should be into it. Uh, defended here in the uh, in the chat. But you no, know, uh, you know, somebody said to me, oh, you're wasting that Logan Paul Ricochet spot. And I said, well, you're not. You're not, because. Before this spot, I don't think I ever it ever even crossed my brain the idea of a Logan Paul Ricochet match. Now I'm probably kind of into it, but you know in, it's a sad thing to say, but I think you'd have to heat up Ricochet a hell of a lot to make him worthy of a match with Logan Paul. Um mm. people, but yeah. Um any other big takeaways from the from the match? Anything we have in a cover from the men's run before we uh, we move on? That's
2: Should we talk to women's drum? Isn't obviously we mentioned Brock. Mm.
1: Yeah, if you want, <laughs> <Throw that laughs> we in. must but, Ben. But I'm it's, just, uh, I'm just building up to yeah. the uh, to JP's breakdown over the uh, over the feed match. Um, <laughs> hey, the Women's no, Rumble gave us no gave one... us some spots, gave us some uh, memorable comebacks. You know, like Chelsea Green coming out and doing a me and getting thrown out the uh, the other side. Now Jack's coming back. You know that you know that that wrestler that everyone was uh, you know clamoring to uh, to make a return. Oh wait, um,
0: yeah, <laughs> what a letdown. She looks even even worse. What incredible, isn't
1: it? She's got nothing to offer, nothing at all. I'm I a, don't want to. That, that's Triple H screaming. The one bottom.
2: Of them. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if she's actually signed or it was a one off or whatever it was, but hmm. I didn't. I'll be honest, I didn't, I didn't mind Nia Jax when she was there because and she just brings that like the hatred out of everybody. And you can tell, like, she's one of their wrestlers that if you just piss off she'll just, like, not go to, you know what I mean? You can just tell, like, she's ready to explode at any time, and I like that about her. So I, I'd keep her around for a bit, but just read for me in this boys was glad she got to the shine and won this, and because she's been great ever since she's joined the Judgment Day for me, been one of the better things on on Raw. So I'm glad she's getting a shot, and I hope Aaron Bianca will be good, but I hope they go with her and Charlotte because they've had absolute fucking brilliant matches in the past. Mm. And I hope that uh, she picks it. But whoever she picks, it'll be a good match. But there was a point, and I see it on Twitter, and this is not not against, obviously, all the women, but there was literally a point midway through that match where, and literally someone said it on Twitter, where you looked in the ring and I couldn't tell who was who. I genuinely couldn't tell. Candice LeRae from, like, Dakota Kai JP from, they just all looked the same. You know, when you casually just looked up, it was like, because I think even to a point, and it was Shirai every ninety attacked seconds, attacked
0: though, wasn't it? Neon
1: green. It was like watching the uh, the pitch black match. Everyone yeah. was in neon colours, weren't they?
2: But Benno, yeah. D- Dakota uh, Io Sky actually attacked Dakota Kai, didn't she? Because thinking it was um, like Tegan Knox <laughs> or whoever it was. Even Cody, Cody uh, Corey Graves said. She had to cover up by saying, it can get too many air filled in the Royal Rumble. You can just attack a body. She literally attacked her own partner and she didn't mean to. It was, that, that summed it up for me.
0: They did that, do you know what? They did that across both the men's and the women's Rumble. They built up, like, loads of people in the ring, but they never had that monster eliminates load of people. being. Really, show or throwing people out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They didn't yeah. have that, really. I mean, even with Omos, it was somewhat, like, muted. And with Bron, yeah, yeah. it never right. re- really happened. So, like... But I mean, I thought this—the women's rumble here was was kind of a mess, really. Yeah. To the be last honest. spot
2: was good with all three of them on the apron. I yes. did enjoy that. With, with, with it, Asuka coming back was a big thing as well. We need her back.
0: It looked good. Rhea Ripley got the reaction, and ultimately, what was yeah. this rumble about? It's about building her up. That's someone who Triple H has always thought is the next kind of per, the next kind of cab down the rank after Bianca Belair. Of like, this is the next person we're going to be putting that women's top mix. I have to say good shouts for, I thought, um, Raquel Gonzalez looked like... Like there was something there, definitely, and there was a good reaction. Probably helped that I think I think she's from Texas. Roxanne Perez, who I remember seeing in Ring of Honor as Roxy. I didn't know she became Roxanne Perez because I just read out the name of NXT results rather than
2: that. You know?
0: Knew it was her. I found out it was like when (laughs) I saw one of those other shows, and I was like, Oh god, yeah, that's I was like, Oh, right, they put a title on her already. She's very, very young, but she's clearly got something about her. I mean, it's it's says more that for this Rumble, they didn't have to resort to tons and tons of nostalgia for women's Rumble like they've done before.
2: QNXT, JP, Zoe Stark as well, NXT, Zoe say,
0: Stark, Indy Hartwell. I would yeah. say for the long-term benefit of them, it's worth, you have to have them in a Rumble match, get them that kind of exposure. You didn't need Michelle McCall there, but they'd had her in the front row. So it just sort of fulfilled.
2: That was that gimmick one. It was the little like, yeah. yeah. It wasn't ready and stuff. Yeah.
0: That's really it. And, and so I thought like overall when it came to the kind of, I, I thought I, I went two and a half stars on it. Cause I was just like, like bloody hell, this was just kind of messy, but again, they got to the right result. I thought, you know, they had a spot at, at the end that was, that was kind of memorable. They put a, few new faces into the mix. They didn't have to rely on a ton of nostalgia as well. And that's something that they've had to move away from. And it's probably difficult at this point in time, but it's the best thing long-term is to do a kind of refresh and reinvigorate that roster. And it means using them and trusting them and trying to build them, which is probably then leads night, you know, with all of the Sami Zayn, but it's because they're doing that, but they're actually using people who, fuck me, they've employed for the guts of a decade, like to get to that stage.
2: JP, aren't you happy Askers back though? Because I thought that got a big reaction, yeah. didn't it? The uh, is that like the dark side Ashka? Is that the one kind of I, her gimmicks she used in Japan? I've never seen, yeah. seen that one before, like.
0: like kind of very much like murder clown. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think like you're very much like from a Wado Tai or something like that from um, the, they're like the heel group in Stardom, as Beno would be able to tell you. But
2: oh, she got a big reaction though, really big reaction. She's got a didn't big,
0: she? It's just who's she taking on at Mania? I don't know if you want to take it on, like you want to beat in who's the woman, who's the SmackDown woman? That's Ronda, isn't it? Yeah,
2: come on, no. GP. It's Lottie. Is it sh- Lottie? It's it's Lottie. There's a lot yeah.
0: Of Lottie <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen her for like a year. Yeah, Rest. I don't know Lottie what's Lottie going on. Going
1: on in the in the chat. They build that match. I'm, I'm sure Matt's excited. It's good even. to see right. that, right? Paul, Paul's problems <laughs> are all making sense at the end. Only take three years, as Simon says to her. Uh, or is it? Yeah. Lol. Lottie wins again. Is that? Well, that's what Matty brought.
2: I think. Yeah, I do think they will go with Bianca Rhea, but personally, I would do Rhea and Charlotte, Lottie, and I would give Rhea yeah. the win this time. Mm. I'd uh, definitely, hundred percent.
1: She was the overwhelming yeah. fa- favorite in the betting. Um, was Rhea like? Yeah, and it was it just it just happened? Whereas the the men's room was fun because you could you know you could plausibly but, you know it was obvious that, that, that Cody was winning, but there were a lot of other people you could kind of bet on for like you know final four Smodels, Well, I
2: forgot to mention that. Benno. I put uh, money on Sami Zayn, didn't I? In, on, like, Thursday, so I was fucking gutted the wasted of five fiver <laughs> and me fucking...
3: <laughs>
1: In the good old days, Paddy Power it used to refund you if you bet on someone who didn't appear. So me, I just bet Aww. on randos, like, oh, back when it was impossible, Stone Cold Steve Austin or CM Punk, because they didn't appear. I was going to get my money back, but uh, no, they don't do that anymore, yeah. I, uh, as I found out with Rey Mysterio. Uh, what did you say you won on JP? Do you get any... Uh...
0: Oh, I'd say Cody to win. I, I took Matty's advice of you a quid on it? theory for um, Iron Man. Oh, Not Iron yeah. Man. Yeah, for Iron Man, I thought he'd yeah. come in early. I, I sort of lost, lost all hope in it. However, if I'd bet on the final four, I would have thought, oh, if he wasn't in that, he'd be in that. I think you had Logan Paul in the final four. So it's just a tenor on Cody, really, who, who won in the end. I, I'd forgotten about placing the other bets on. I just didn't feel confident enough in him, so I thought that. I, didn't, I just didn't know if that loon was back. That's all. And that's probably the problem with betting on all of this. Maybe i will have a bet on vengeance day. I'm assuming he'll stay well clear of that. It makes
1: life easier when he's back. uh, It gives
0: me a reason to watch the fucking show, mate. (laughs) That'll be the only reason (laughs) as well.
1: I just, if, if Vince is ever back, I'll just bet on the people Matty would pick because then I know it's uh, and Vince are, <laughs> a, a
2: league, mate. Roman Reigns.
1: <laughs> Roman Reigns and Lottie win. lol well, that's the uh, that'll be the match. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Still I thought, the
2: champions boys.
1: <laughs> I thought the women's match delivered more on like surprises and stuff, but. It didn't really like you talked about with the uh, with Mrs Undertaker coming over the uh, the rail. By the way, I feel like our kids were clued in there. It would have been a better moment if they were a bit more shocked than there. Uh, they seemed all about bad actors, one or the other. Um, but yeah, it was it was fine. You know, really gutting it out and winning at the end was probably uh probably the right call. But outside of that, I don't think that one was uh, particularly eventful either. I thought unless uh, have you got it, much uh, much more takes on it.
0: Just one final thing: it's not a good look if she's injured in the by Beth Phoenix in the run up to then win a rumble from number one that, while look, injured. That
1: gave me doubt. That really did do in that angle. Yeah, um, it did. We didn't yeah, mention it did mention that. The yeah. edge and the outside and stuff, yeah. And, and it's weird doing that as well. If they were going to do that and she was going to win anyway, could they not have done it in the match? Um, you know,
2: like, Or mm. the mania. is Are, are they going to do a mixed tag or that at Elimination Chamber for the shot or something maybe? Have have rear there, build her up again, get a big win over there and then... Uh,
1: yeah. Right, we, we've Cal done Cal a lot of fancy here. Thing. I draw the line at Edge and Beth Phoenix tag matches. We'll uh, we'll move.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben! Oh no, it's Edge. You do know Edge and Bala Hell in the Cells pencil for Mania that was oh. meant to happen at the Rumble, you know. Four point two five, Ben.
1: <laughs> oh. Even you wouldn't get well, the over under your thoughts on Bala, Fagel, Finley. <laughs> yeah. Awful. Oh. Well, if we move them there, moving on from there, from uh, Asker's <laughs> as Goth Clown and uh, the rest of the uh, the Women's Rumble uh, stuff there's only one other place to go <laughs> and it's jp's <laughs> own personal
2: <laughs>
1: <Man>. <laughs> and we got the answer jp to the question what is a pitch black match and it turns out it's just jeff hardy's entrance circa uh, tna with a bit of a bit of, bit of not even black it's a bit gray and yeah. there's some neon um it's uh it's area 15 which is a place i went to when we were out in, uh, in vegas it's every you know neon disco you've ever been to it's what was Wait.
0: it? It was just some like It was there. a rave in the early 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I was half expecting some prodigy to be fucking blaring as well. And it would have been more entertaining if Bray Wyatt and LA Knight had taken ecstasy in the middle of the ring, in a pitch blank, <laughs> sat around <laughs> by, like, some fucking bizarro set of Splatoon. Just fluorescent fucking hell is, is what I, I thought of this. I did think, on the upside, and this might be the only upside – Oh, that that kind of magic pen stuff on Bray, they seem to have put a lot of work into it. But uh, do you know what? I went one star on this, and that is at the high end of Bray Wyatt matches I've discovered. (laughs) So you liked it then? For me. Yeah, I gave it one out of five. His previous (laughs) efforts, I was looking 0.25, 0.25, 0.5. I might have gone 0. 0.75 once. I went with this Hell in a cell this. match. I
1: don't know what that even means. Like I might as well just gone
0: one. I don't know. <laughs> He's awful. He's awful, and people need to tell him to shut up. I laughed. Mm. I, it was just because it just went to a fucking finish at the end of of all of this. Like Mountain Dew obviously paid for this. I'm. I would like to think there was an executive from Mountain Dew. They're going. What the fuck is this? I can't see it. It's meant to be about Mountain Dew. There's a Mountain Dew thing on the map, but you're not really paying, like, kind of attention to that. What was that fluorescent confetti stuff that was all over the table? I was completely fucking confused. I thought, it's just like, I don't know, like they've stolen stuff out of the fucking, out of the Springfield nuclear power plant or something like that in a little fucking bowl and had it f- around on the desk.
1: They have to end the match it- with guest referee Bez. I like that from... <laughs> yeah.
0: It was, and it would have been more fun like that. And if they spent the first few minutes putting Vic's Vapo rub on their back and then fucking losing it to some happy hardcore, it would have been better. It would, The ecstasy would explain Uncle Doody's what I could only consider was some sort of suicide dive as I'm going to lie down next to LA Night. Here I go, and he just jumped off and landed next to him, clearly nowhere oh, near no. him as well. Was Which was what well, the thing he had in his? It was dark, in his defense, had it was dark, and he had the mask on. Yes. like, what, what was he supposed to do? Like, he had no chance. I wish him. he jumped the wrong way because then that would have at least been funny. <laughs> I would have really laughed at that if he just decided to jump off a complete side bit, Fucking goes horribly wrong, and they just cut away at the end of it. You're like, I don't know what happened there, really, good man. Thing. Yeah, the chaps
1: Talking, to, is it uh, is Bez? Um, is it Bez that's Uncle Hardy? As this was it, uh, a hacienda match, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Uncle Hardy revealed his chain on Mac, uh, on the Shane O'Mac. Mac this up there.
2: <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that a few times. You know, <laughs>
1: oh. yeah, like like Mikey sums up here. I was about to launch into Bray Wyatt as a character. He's been around for eleven years now. Like, like I, I got fooled again. Like I've got to hold my hands up. I. I still stand by the fact that it was a good business decision to bring him back because mm-hmm. despite Menno I, no, I was gonna say there's yeah, enough fiendist there, yeah, fiendist fans out there that love him and love all of this stuff and buy into all of this stuff. But like they've brought him back and he hasn't what has even happened? Where's the development? Oh, shit. He came back with a bang, we got a great moment, you know, the great new song and you know the the big reveal. And okay, you know what? he was the real life man was was hard done by because he was over he was making the company money it was bullshit that they fired him like just from a human point of view it made no sense so i was kind of rooting for him to come back and be like okay big bag vince is gone as well so you know his unabashed creative vision can be given it given its own space to breathe and he can you know give us something that make us all You know, remember those days when he was, you know, the the early, you know, Wyatt Family days that I did personally enjoy when he was doing Budget, Whale and Mercy. But what's he done? He's come back and we've had backstage promos, confusing Uncle Howdy stuff. And then this shit, like, again, almost feel (laughs) sorry for him because this was like... If you if you are trying to start a you know a a fresh start with Bray Wyatt or you know turn over a new leaf or not be the letdown this character is constantly is and not be the pure unadulterated wrestle crap that this character has been over the years, put them in a Mountain Dew presents Pitch Black match like you're going nowhere are you like there's no you know oh this is like all those great underground horror movie type things it's not it's a corporate chill of a match with, you know, no real hook to it because what are you offering? The lights are down a bit and there's a bit of a luminous going on and then to add to it, as always, with Bray Wyatt and then the bell rings and it's a complete shit show. Like, this was appalling. This was it was just it was wrestle crap that's what it was matt it was just i don't, Genuinely, know, I don't think was, there's, no. there's any you know people who's you know might listen to this who you, you've parachuted in and go oh that matty's a, a wwe homer the one who's on there he loves everything wwe i can tell no you I folks don't. what matty doesn't enjoy the wwe do <laughs> bro wyatt because yeah what no, even well, was this
2: i was like you bent like when he come back and that as you say you said it all perfect there it's like you know what is going on? Like no, I'm trying to like me and Cree, like, I obviously hate it as well, Ben. But I'm like, I'm, we just, I just text him in capitals all the time, Uncle Howdy, because it's like, <laughs> 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 what the fuck is going on? No, it's like,
0: <laughs> no seriously, like, how can I, he reply to that? Like, <laughs> what is your response when he gets sent out? He's at work, and he's like, <laughs> okay. other than for fuck's sakes,
2: <laughs> yeah, he just fucking hates it. As you say, Ben, you're rooting for him. I thought he'd come back. You know, I'm not saying he's the greatest wrestler of all time, but you know, just have proper matches, try and rebuild that thing, as you say, and like it's all the same shit. All the time, it's gonna go back to him and Alexa Bliss, isn't it? You're gonna get the fiend back at some point, you you know, you're gonna get all this shit going on. But as you say though, Ben, the fans still like him though. So you are caught in a thing where it's he is still over though, Ben. He, maybe not as when he come back, but they do react to the song. They do react to him. But as you say, it's when the bell rings. It's silent. It's fucking dead. Yeah, it's pin drop stuff. So you're it's, propping in a conundrum. You know, it's it's mad. You know.
1: And it's like
0: I, I don't know even know if he can do a wrestling match. No, Sorry,
1: he's never no, he's never proven it. And when he was out to do it, it. He never did that thing where I was like, you know what would be cool? Send him to Noah. Let him. He's it <laughs> like you always say, JP. Supposedly yeah. you're a fan of that style. Go on, go go, go Put your mouth money really? off this. Do it. He's never shown it. And the other Mate. thing is like if these are, if this is you know the chat saying there, you know, Fiend the Files will tell you this is cinema and this is deep storytelling. What's the story? What's happened? Literally, it's like nothing yeah. has happened. Yeah. And even I can, now, can I? <laughs> coming out of the rumble, Literally, the Uncle Hardy story has still not progressed. There was no big story point. There was no reveal. There was no nothing. It's just the same shit. Reshuffled and regurgitated. Like We don't even need to talk about the Alexa match because that was sh- its own level of shit. But that match oh, yeah. was still two stars yeah. better than this, despite being its own level of shit. But that's buried in the Uncle Hardy. So I thought it was really weird that that followed this rather than went before it. Why would you do a video from Uncle Hardy if he just basically died in the match before why am I trying to analyze it? It's you know, all I'm gonna it. say, There's no I, to I, 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 I'm
2: oh,
0: howdy, He's <laughs> like, it's just a two-minute, isn't he?
2: No, but JP, I'll, I'll text Cribby that right, but this morning I'll literally be making the cup of tea before I go to work and I'll just shout to myself, Uncle Howdy, and stuff <laughs> like What the fuck are you saying? Even the calls Uncle I like, <laughs> in cash. No, but Bello, you're right. I'm honestly sitting there and I've given up, like. I don't know even why I'm saying. I think right, this is just, Uncle Howdy isn't real. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting it's it's like the Hogan looking at the warrior in the mirror. I think that's in Bray Wyatt's head, but we can all fucking see it, so it doesn't make sense. That's I think what I'm it's
1: why did he... I think that's the reveal? But do you think I yeah, so? can get them. But Why? Well, why don't?
0: P.S. Our dad is IRS. Yeah. What? That's the problem. What a, what a twist when they throw that one into the mix. JP, can I ask you something? Probably Mike Rotunda being in a wheelchair with some fucking mask stolen from Bo Selector (laughs) in there. JP. I don't know. So he's
2: not as good as um, M. Night Shyamalan, who who, who he thinks he is yet. You're not having that one, no. (laughs) Uh,
0: Trust me, there is a lot to criticize about M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) He hasn't done anything like this, not that I'm aware of. And I even watched that one where people turned old in a beach in a day. And that was kind of funny at points. But this is this is pure shit. He is. <laughs> when the bell goes, the fucking d- he is worse than great Carly in main events. He is. Tell me. The only time now at this point his character has been good is in a feud with the Shield, and he said fucking nothing. Said nothing. They stood in a the ring, they stared at each other and they went back and then they had a fucking okay. magic between themselves. A decade ago. Other than that, he's shit. As soon as he spoke and Vince went, supernatural, here we go. Fucking years of this wank, because that's what it is. Fluorescent wank watching this (laughs) stuff. Absolute (laughs) bollocks of the highest, highest (laughs) order. But I don't know why we're surprised. He's shit. He's always been shit. There's no storyline. There's nothing fucking going on here. Every time I watch this, like I'm I'm in hell. Like I have to watch this, but this is <laughs> even worse. The only benefit is is it was over relatively quickly. La Knight, by the way, got nothing in this. Could have been anyone else who would have made zero difference. He's in there with someone who's seen as a main eventer on main event money, and he would have got nothing from this. I think Bob Bob Holly got more out of a Brock Lesnar match than fucking LA night ever did out of this.
2: Benno, Benno, can it's I just so say I, I don't fa- ben, I don't well, thank you much, but thank you for not putting me in that uh, crowd of people who like this and that I just love anything WWE puts on. Thank you for
1: that. Oh, <laughs> you surprised people make big world class fan, you know you're like your uh, you're like this your, is it? Good, your late uh, two thousand UWF mate. Bowler <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
0: yeah
1: so thank so, you and and again if this podcast has proven anything I'm willing for, you know, I like when wrestling's smart and nuanced. I also can like dumb wrestling. This is beyond that. It's somewhat trying to be smart and nuanced, and it being an even dumber than the dumbest Logan Paul ricochet spot or the dumbest whatever else you want to do in wrestling. Awful, awful shit. Um, yeah, I think we've uh, buried it under the sun. Rev JP, that's what we'll call you from now on. Yeah,
0: it makes, <laughs> it makes the Rosemary stuff from... Um... TNA look from Impact looked like fucking Barbarian, which I know me and Matty watching is a oh. really cracking horror show. How good is it, JP? Very, me, very man. good show. That use yeah. of a Donovan song, Ricky Ticky, <laughs> is fucking brilliant as well, but I won't go into that.
1: Well, there you <laughs> we go. So we've got a title as well, Fluorescent Wank. We're sorted.
0: <laughs> you, same Here with the recap. Go. Apple might have something to say about it, the others. Definitely.
1: <laughs> Any of the notes on the rumble itself? Um, despite that, hey, I went on Letterboxd. Re- oh. you, can, you can rate the sh- Com- Garrett's got competition oh. out of the grapple app you can rate the entire show on Letterboxd I gave it three and a half stars oh. uh, because I did enjoy like, oh, the, I end- the end angle was very good you know I love Cody so I like I like seeing Cody get the big win but I, I did genuinely enjoy the stuff we've gone through even if the rest of the match wasn't for me even the bad stuff this at least felt notable. You know what I mean? I, f- I came up with like, oh, I've got lots to say about this. I want to rip this up. When apart. it's
2: that bad, I know it's got to be on it. Yeah, it's got to be that bad. On it's it. It almost a positive stuff. just have it
1: being so shit. Yeah, but I'm not, yeah, not going to yeah. call it like a five-star review because it was on it, you know, and it, and it, and it was. But I didn't feel like I of my time. And I do think that is true of this, this Triple H era. Like maybe, you know, this isn't the right attitude. that we... Pick a park AEW and take it very seriously, JP, because we do love it. Mm. And it can be the best wrestling in the world everywhere. we're so lucky that exists. We get that every Wednesday. And when it's bad, we'll point it out and it's bad. With WWE, I almost have to keep it at arm's length and like acknowledge three-hour roars are bad by their nature. You know, there's no juice, there's no no juice we have to squeeze in spending an an hour going on why three-hour roars are bad or why Kevin Dunn's production is bad. But like if this WWE, where it's like, okay, I feel like I don't have to watch Raw. Don't bother with SmackDown. I can parachute on the pay per views, and we can have a good chat like this. That's about the level I want my WWE at. Yeah? Am I crazy? Like that's that's where they should be. I think in uh, in my world, I haven't got time for them to be better than this.
0: Can they cut the adverts though? Yeah. There are so many uh, pointless Especially adverts. It's
1: Peacock him. But... But... So it, like we, idiot. So while they're giving Pe- you know, the yeah. Peacock viewers get proper American ads, we get like oh is the. You know, is is a video package for like Braun, yeah, like Braun Strowman? Yeah, like Bron Strowman. Yeah. But boys, I'm ago.
2: surprised to have not Boys, there's something we haven't mentioned, and to be honest with you, I didn't watch this, but obviously I was looking at the comments, and it got fucking nailed. That fucking hardy performance. I mean, was it that bad? <laughs> Did anyone I I fast-forwarded
0: through it? I left the room. <laughs>
2: I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. my like I
0: really wish it. I wish it was Paroxy, wide Jen? <laughs> I really did That's the only Hardy who should have been playing at this.
1: He's country Bad Bunny isn't he what the, did you big, do the ben? Biggest, uh, biggest country slash rock star in the world or whatever the fuck genre? He's supposed is that to what be. he is? He just looks like never Kid heard R- of the man. Man. The song like wasn't
2: that... the Kid show Rock had was... a midlife
1: crisis. The
2: show the song wasn't that bad if that's him that was the theme of the show obviously that wasn't that bad but I heard like people would nail in the performance maybe it's because there's music going on when you watch wrestling but I don't know like three hours 20 minutes
0: work. in let's have a concert this is the
1: thing Eve, I was saying this like even if it was like something, say the Wu-Tang Clan came out Matt like I'd have a good time but I just I don't think actually I don't think I would because I just feel bad for everyone else having to sit through it because nobody watches a wrestling show for, for, for you a know. you know what I mean it's nobody like... tries
2: it's difference when there's a band doing the theme song live, because that yeah. obviously makes sense. It's just literally <laughs> having a mini concert. It's fucking white. Nobody <laughs>
0: wants it. Although, after that fucking pitch black match, if the Wu-Tang Clan, suddenly the lights went on, and the Wu-Tang just played, and we're just going to move straight past, here's the Wu-Tang Clan, you'd be like, you'd be all right, but it'd be like a hell of a palate cleanser. Wouldn't there's
1: ODB, yeah, we'll... Uh... <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> just awful. Ranking man. the Hardys: Tom, then Matt, then Jeff, then him, then this. <laughs>
2: he was getting—that's what the type of abuse he was getting. I was like, um, did he slip or did he fucking say something? He was something? just bad. He From was the just getting. getting ahead,
0: but
1: yeah. I did, we we took it as a as, a, as a, day, a little bit of a break, so we walked away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, awful. I'm glad. Did you
2: have your dominoes, Ben? Was he for the rumble? Did you? Oh, it? this
1: is the important thing, wasn't it? What the what the scram was? Yeah, yeah. We, we got it. the snacks we, are, we, yeah. we went, Actually, we went Pizza Hut because we could pick it up. And um, and I prefer. Oh, better, better. No, I prefer the, it deep, me. Yeah. the deep pan you can get from uh, from Pizza Hut as opposed to hmm. Domino's is like I do like Domino's, but I think I've just had it too much over the years. You know what I mean? It's like it's been the same for so long, and I've had so many of them that there's it just, there's no real novelty to it. Not that there is massively for Pizza Hut either, but it's uh, I don't know it's more of a rarity for me. Top five pizza places, Matty. Is that where we're going?
2: Um... <laughs> oh, I mean, we can we can have an entire podcast on that. But pizza was my favourite. But what snack? Did you get any more snacks? So did you go next door to get your drinks and your? Uh, your we went and all
1: to. That? It, well, we were uh, we were at Steph's. Oh, we were in town. Oh, so we we, oh. we, we, we dared to go into the centre of town until that a uh, Cali convenience by central station. This is a lot of local Liverpool knowledge. You don't want oh, to know. do Just you imagine a busy people town centre <laughs> on a Saturday night at midnight and going into one of those like dodgy corner shops that has, and it literally did a bottles of. I'm going for 999 um it's one of those uh one are those shops
0: you' not get a video with the bloke no, <laughs> no. I've been all over that wakey wine stuff over the last <laughs> month or so it but no, I got two hundred pound. Two hundred pound a can for that
1: though. <laughs> what? But I was saying though, you can do that, can not they? And then eventually, when the price goes down, they can just sell it for what it's worth because it's like any other bottle of shit, isn't it?
0: Um... If I'd done, if I'd known, I would have gone fucking buck wild last time I was at the fucking Emirates. Then in that mm-hmm. case, I would buy in loads. You can't move for that shit; they're all over the place and tourists. Would it shut you to know Matt I got some American snacks?
1: No. <laughs> what did you get, Nettles, isn't it your go-to? No, there's like those crisps. I can't remember the name of them. They're like a triangle, like a circle, and they're very spicy. They're like... Um, oh, takis, isn't it? is it Tahiz? No. was the name. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> Blue ones. Did, did you get that had had from, from
0: that shop? From that? Oh, yeah. Quid, I'm like. assuming he's oh, got get one of them. Loads of different types of flavors of Fanta as well. I was just oh, about yeah. to say
2: that. Did you get one of them? The, cher- the cherry, Dr. Peppers, and all
1: that. I was tempted, but no, I had a few beers in, so I, uh, I didn't. And we got a, we got a big bottle of Pepsi Max with the Pizza Hut as well. So you know, sorry. Oh, ah, the Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you say yeah. like, Anything good while you're watching the pay Breakfast, toast, porridge in the morning. So uh, <laughs> uh, what's going on?
0: Hano chocolate from ben Aldi.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was in bed, mate, so I was just there, uh, just not for me, lah.
1: That's a way. Sad to me. Well, that's it then. Yeah, so rumble done. Um, <laughs> local stars reviewed
0: one really quick. Alexa Bliss is also one of the worst wrestlers in the world. Yes, she just thanks. pretends at playing at wrestling, but she's fucking dreadful. Sorry, we can move on past it. <laughs> I had it's,
1: it's all good. Well, something quickly we uh, we said we do just because we didn't on the uh, on the on the year end awards the. Um, uh, it's obviously yeah, but it's January now, so we don't want to leave it uh, too late. But we never actually got got round to doing uh, our match of the year and talking what our match of the year was for uh, for 2022. Uh, our friends over at Voices of Wrestling have just put out their 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 list out there. Um, I did the ballot and then didn't get it submitted in time, so I uh, had my uh, my top <laughs> ten sitting here spare and thought, oh, what can I do with it I know we'll mention it on the podcast, but we did say we'd uh, we'd catch up with it in in, in January and maybe uh, just to uh, I don't know cl- close that loop and uh, and talk our uh, or uh, our matches of the year, but uh, yeah, I thought it would be a, a fun thing to do. Gareth, uh, giving us—he's uh, obviously not here, but he's given us the, uh, we know the uh, the list of the uh, the top five matches as far as uh, where where grapple is. So uh, we can uh, we can throw that uh, in there as well. But yeah, thought it'd be a, a fun thing to do. I mean, I think we'd, we'll pick it up next year, won't we, JP? We'll, uh, we've uh, we've missed that this yeah. year. It's probably too late to do the uh, the full Big Fat uh, Match of the Year podcast. But yeah, did you uh, have fun sitting down and putting your list to, uh, together with the? the assistance of the uh, the ever helpful grapple up
0: i did and i thought to myself you know and it was one of the things where i was like you know trying to look through them and then i was thinking it's actually the really the test is how many of these matches do i remember hmm. that's really what it is for these so i mean it felt like for me in terms of what what i've got on here there's like only one match from new japan in there as like one of the one of the very few um, that I that I kind of remembered as well, but I've gone with. Um, should I go through my list, my top five?
1: Yeah, just go through them quickly, read them through, and we mini five to one. This so yeah, mini five to one.
0: Number five, yeah. Kazuchika Ricardo versus Will Osprey, um, the the G one final. I thought that was that was a fucking great match. Um, for that, I've gone with the um, the match from. Final battle as my number four, which is the the, um, uh, the dog-collar match, isn't it? Hmm. I've forgot. Yeah, it's the dog-collar match. I've gone with the number four from the FTR Briscoes um, for that. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. We'll come back to it in a minute. Number three, Will Ospreay versus Michael Oku.
1: Hmm.
0: I thought it was just a fucking tremendous match in there as well. Number two, Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson right at the very start of the year. I thought that was um like a phenomenal match. Uh for that. That was like that was the um second match they had. And at number one, I've gone for the match from Supercard of Honor for the Briscoes versus FTR. I think there was more of a novelty. That was the first time that they uh, uh, that they had matched. And I and I just kind of like preferred that because there was so much more of a kind of a spectacle as a big sort of first time kind of real dream match kind of feeling about it as well. So I felt good because even though, like, I know a lot, there's a lot of love, a lot of praise for the dog collar match out there. I had two matches in there of that feud, which tells you about that, which then, mm. you know, it, it's, I would think, you know, the, the fact that will be one of the, you know, and it was even referenced as you'll talk about in a bit by Mark Briscoe, when they were doing the the kind of um, memorial service for for Jay. That they were mentioning the dog collar matches and how important that was to them, and you know, just that trilogy in general, as being able to dominate kind of out there as well. looking through as he like,
1: should know, the voices and power. it's on merit. Yeah, you know, all three of the matches are in their top ten, Um and yeah. I can you know spoil at least in the uh, the top five of their uh, grapple. We're gonna have uh, two of those, um, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. just it has it's the it's the feud that's dominated dominated the year, and it is uh, it is nice to see my list. I mean, I'm. Slight similar to you, I think, in a lot of ways, but when I get to number okay. one, um I think there's a, there's definitely a discussion to be had there. I went for five, I went Anarchy in the arena. Um which I was there, it's funny. You were that there I was there live for that one and I think you know we were having a great time following the action happening in all parts of the arena. You know, I'm literally following it round. You know, as they all made their entrance, we were out on the uh, on the uh, the landing there, following uh, following the LAX lads around and following like some of the brawling going on, and just being able to stand there live in the building and see this all taking place in different parts of the arena was fucking unbelievable and i never thought it would actually translate to tv but it's been heartwarming to see that all over um people and that list. just
2: missed my list ah, that that was like six or seven for my really
1: good it's made really good. like you know i think again i think the voices list i'm sure it was five or six so that shocked me but like made me happy that it wasn't just that oh a live bias type of thing so yeah that's my five four is uh jp's number one the uh the roh uh, supercard ftr briscoe's match three like jp i've gone uh, osprey oku um again i've kind of for me that's my favourite Osprey and it is my favourite Osprey match of uh, of last year I know there's a lot of talk of the two Okada matches, there's like mm-hmm. a Sabre match I loved as well um, but just didn't stick in the in the mind and the memory as much as uh as the oku match one did again you know a bit of bit of bias there it happened again happening at rev pro and and that side of it but you know the oku story they told in that match was probably the best layered oh. storytelling of osprey's year if anything it was quite reminiscent of a, of a recent osprey match as well i think he used a lot of uh elements he used there uh, from the rev pro match in that number two handman page uh, brian danielson like I almost had to like double check on Grapple. That was 2022, right? Because it feels like it was like the Wrestle Kingdom matches that long ago. It almost shouldn't count in it uh, in twenty twenty two list, but that was incredible. The peak of the year, um, for Brian uh, in Ringos and was right up there. You know, around that period when we had another one of these matches and we had the Brian Kenny match. You know, tail end of uh, the year before, it was a uh, a real hot uh, period for him, Ring in uh, in AW. Mm-hmm. And number one, I've gone the other reverse of JP. I've gone uh, FTR Briscoes, but I've gone the Dog Corner. Call a final battle match, and it definitely it grinded my gears a little bit seeing a lot of uh ballots that just said dog collar match is number one. I was like, well, which dog collar match? Because, I mean, spoiler, maybe we'll go into honourable mentions in the post-show for uh, for patrons, but I have Punk and MJF as my number six, the other dog collar match, but maybe I'm the high man on that one. Um, but no, this was, for me, the peak of of their feud i'm not going to argue too hard with it with jp going with the uh the supercard match uh, instead um i can see that i probably argue more with someone who went with the second match which i, I definitely didn't rate as a uh, as high as these two but yeah that mm-hmm. dark collar match as far as visuals go i think also there is the bias of you know everything that's that's happened since it as well but it was the ultimate briscoe's performance the ultimate ftr performance and a work of art Um, you know i'll, I'll go into the grapple ratings in a minute but i gave that one five stars so yeah, and I know when uh, when we did the podcast, we were uh, we were talking up at uh, at that level too. So yeah, I think it deserves all the applause it's getting, and it's nice that you know the it's uh, featuring on a, on a lot of ballots, but. Uh, how about you, Matty? How's <laughs> uh, oh, your God. list uh... <laughs> oh, JP ready for this one, is he? How many of have to right. have you got? Edge,
0: Edge versus Finn <laughs> Balor. Judgment <laughs> Day <dying> versus <laughs> Edge and such,
2: right and, such and such. JP, that just bit. missed out. Edge and, ba- and Balor is in my top 10. It was not my top 10. It was. The I quit one. I'm fucking well laid out. But anyway, number five, I've gone with Cody versus Chef Hell in the Cell at number mm. five, with obviously Cody's torn pec, which is the reason why that match was so good. Number four, you will laugh at this one, is the six-man tag, because I have to go back and look at my ratings with these on the grapple app then, is the Bloodline versus Randy Orton, Riddle, and Drew McIntyre from WrestleMania Backlash, which was a WWE PWG special. Uh, JP, (laughs) they all got the the shit in. JP Uh,
1: remembers where he was when that one took place.
2: Yes, he does. Uh, number, Number three was Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns, which... You know, we we spoke volumes about that the, match. But, the time no, I really did, yeah. Considering it's you know, is what his third match ever, and Roman was a master in that. The crowd went into it. Number two is the dog collar match with the Briscoes and FTR. What Benno said there, you know, oh, cool, just the, yeah, is and but number one, Benno, is the same as JP, the supercard of honor match because I haven't got into a match non WWE like that in a don't know how long because. That was just so fuck. I remember texting in our group, Ben. I mean, Kiwi texting. It all the way f- it was just like it was so good. F- it on, as JP said, the spectacle of it, the fucking was it the um, it, the slingshot under the little table where what busted them open, just little spots like that, and the fans mm. were going bananas. And I just really thought that was so that was a masterpiece. That first one, Ben, for me, fucking so mm. good
1: it's good to hear it's hard to hear like that uh, that's sad that the circumstances were in you know with uh with jay briscoe and everything but like yeah the fact that those matches are featuring so heavily like i i get it it's a toss-up like looking at the uh the grapple match of the year so as far as the app goes um and the, the top five there so number five would be okada Spray from wrestle kingdom and uh, number four is hangman brian danielson Number three is FTR Briscoe's from Final Battle. My, uh, I tried to give it five star. I gave it five stars on the app today because I'd forgotten. So I tried to pip it over the number two, which is also Briscoe's FTR, which is the Supercard of Honor match. And if Gareth was here, he'd, uh, he'd be throwing out there the fact that there's a point zero three difference in the two it's a 4.75 Love average the for the uh final battle match and a 4.77 so it's a 0.2 difference a 4.77 um for the supercard of honor match so i tried to close that gap but don't think the mats were there i think i needed maybe 10 minutes <laughs> to uh to log in yeah. and give it five stars to uh, to switch those round. but whatever i think that's that's fair enough um and then yeah, sorry at yeah, number one is the uh the osprey uh okada g1 match so that's uh that's in there uh, in first place with a 4.8 average um but yeah interesting none of us Considered either the um, Osprey Okada matches or New Japan in general. Hey ben, I think there's a
2: do you know why I, I, I do you know why I can't consider Osprey Okada? You haven't seen it. <laughs> Because I haven't fucking seen
1: it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Some people won't like that, mate. <laughs> uh, but you have seen everything Randy Orton did this year. So, you know, that's what's uh, that's what's important. That's it. There you go. There you go. Balances out, Ben. Balances out. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know. I think next year, you know, I think um, probably a spoiler there, you know, Omega and Osprey from Wrestle Kingdom this year. We're already giving it five stars. Like the chances something's going to outdo that this year. I think it will be a. Sammy Roman, mate, in Montreal. This is it. Mm. This is oh, it. Yeah, there f- you go. That could, I could pull through. I could pull through. But yeah, I think it's a relatively, uh, you know, I think the split ballot there. and, and yeah, some uh, some interesting mm. uh, little choices there. But yeah, it's been again. I think the the main story of the year it is it's, uh, it's f- FTR, Briscoes, isn't it? It's how much ROH and AW. Um, you know, ROH only having the, the couple of shows featuring so heavily on uh, on everyone's uh, ballots, but mm-hmm. a lot of AW. Um, I saw in uh, a lot of people's uh, ballots on the on the voices side as well. So. Yeah, I think there's going to be that was that would be the story of it if we'd uh, done the full podcast, JP. But I reckon we'll probably get a bit bit more variety. I think uh, this time next year,
0: I think we will get a bit more variety. You'd imagine there'll be more memorable stuff from New Japan as well, and obviously there's a different change in how they're doing their whole business model now in the US, which is going to be, I think, that's going to mean we're going to end up seeing like you're hoping there's going to be a lot more kind of like serious singles matches that have some kind of meaning to them as well. So, hmm. yeah, I think it's a, it's an interesting list. I mean, it, it's it's one of the ones where I, I, I just don't think we could have fairly done like another six-hour show covering, covering all once of Once you start getting
1: to February and March, I think we've uh, we done yeah. that, but we'll, we'll bring it winners, back in another form next year, I think.
0: And the story of the year, given obviously the recent death of Jay Briscoe, kind of... Yeah, it is the thing where you think actually this is someone who, from his in-ring, like this is the probably the finest feud he'll ever be kind of like associated with, and it's mm. and it's that idea of like that kind of legacy that that series is going to end up having, which is going to end up increasing over time.
1: Did, did you hear um, Mark talk about it? I mean, it's uh, good. Yeah. Go the segue as any to the uh, unfortunate, you know. It was uh, it was Jay's uh, mm-hmm. funeral this weekend. They live streamed it on Sunday, and you know, I know that that sounds off. It's a funeral, but it was more than that, and it was like a celebration, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> and Mark Briscoe was like, I get it. If people haven't got the stomach to watch it, but like it, it, it was past being a eulogy. It was like a. It was a celebration of what you know, Jay the Man and who he was, but also the career. And like Mark did, make reference to that So the the matches with uh, with FTR um, and saying you know that was like he described Jay yeah, as like going out like Jimi Hendrix, didn't he? Like going out at like yeah, it's a peanut, yeah, um, yeah, which is yeah. a crazy. You know, it's it's an analogy, but it's not crazy to be honest. Like that's you know they 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 went out at a time where like yeah you know people were finally on a more mainstream level, even if it's not a not quite a uh, aw proper got to see you know how good they are in those those ftr matches but yeah that was a big takeaway from it for me like uh but like more than anything it's like as you know we talked mostly we talked dynamite uh on the on the weekend show last week which is free for all you can get on the uh the main free for uh, a bit more of our, our detailed dynamite thoughts but it also mirrors what we were saying about dynamite like the the strength of mark briscoe to you know, be able to go out there on dynamite and have that killer match. You know, only only days removed and hold it together in a way that even Jay Lethal was struggling with on on dynamite and just show that. Just you know, come out be the character. And yes, there was the emotional stuff after the match, but it was just it was so nice. You know, Chris points out in the chat there was a, a there was a lovely bit on BT this week's that showed that you know people you know hugging Mark after the match and stuff and that emotional cath- catharsis of it. But like. The strength Mark Briscoe has shown, to like I mean, the fact that he's doing this speech and he's, he's laughing and joking, he's telling funny stories about you know how Jay came up with, you know he's he's telling funny stories about how him and Jay used to come up with these characters wrestling and when they were kids and how they'd come out to you know sexy boy by Shawn Michaels. He's talking about you know their NWA Wild Side days. Like he was holding court and just like yeah, like it's it's like a, you saw a few wrestlers say that like they're all. At Dynamite, we're all very upset, and then in comes Mark Briscoe, and, like, you know, obviously he's affected by it all, but he's upbeat, and he's showing mm-hmm. a strength that, like, you can't up but admire, JP.
0: Yeah, you can't. You can't. And, then, I mean, it has to be, made. We're not religious people, but, like, they, they were it's both the very religious. Speaker,
3: yeah. Yeah, and it's their faith. It.
0: And, and it is it something to be said. said for it, and there's the kind of communal aspect to it as well. And you really got a presence of that, because it was like in a – well, it felt like a kind of like a big hall hmm. rather than, than anything else. And it was, and there's a lot of people who ended up standing up at one point and these are people who traveled in, cause I was watching it and it was like Caprice Coleman who was there, um, talking beforehand as well. It was, it was really lovely. It was really like kind of reaffirming as well. And it's just the strength that he has to do this and realize, and it's like, you know, and really viewing it as like a celebration, of his brother's life as, as much as, as anything and, and, and being properly kind of of celebrated. And I think after like that first week and the kind of ill feeling that you kind of got from the fact that they weren't able to have this, we got obviously the Mark Briscoe match on 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 Dynamite as well. Yeah you, you then had this um this service as well there as well like kind of celebrating him and, and you think that's you know, and obviously the Ring of Honor show, I think it did it drop on the Saturday.
1: Yeah, yeah, that came out over the weekend as well. It's been a while, kind. of... No, like that came out after Dynamite. No, that was a Wednesday, Wednesday. It was weird. They dropped it at like one in the morning, <laughs> randomly Eastern Time. They threw that up as well. But that as well, it does feel like this week has given as much as the story still massively tragic, and you know everyone's heart and minds are with you know with Jay's kids and stuff. Like I think it's the strength of Mark and just the closure. I think being able to give Mark that moment on, like you know they. Literally, like the um, I think it was it the was it the reverend at, at the at the funeral who literally says something like, "Did we all see Mark on TBS on Wednesday?" Like it's like I think he says Thursday, but it's like you know it's that that clearly meant something to that local community. It meant something to that mm-hmm. family to take for Mark to get that moment, and it does feel like yeah, this week's been about closure. Like the I can't say wholeheartedly. I recommend people sit and watch the ROH special that they've put up, like. I think it was put together with the absolute best of intentions because they didn't think they were going to get to honor Jay on TV. Thank God they did, you know, this week's dynamite as well as the Mark match, which was again, mm-hmm. you know, great and memorable as we talked about on the weekend show, getting to throw that, you know, that Jay tribute video on TBS, you know, and for him to, you know, at least in, you know, in depth, you know, have that moment and, and have that recognition on AEW TV was great, but you know, tony khan who i can't say nothing but good things this week you know as a as a leader in personal crisis when and this has happened unfortunately before in AEW, like top notch he stood up for the briscoe brothers when he didn't have to with a very important tv partner and won that battle they made this roh show thinking they'd lost that battle so it's a little bit after after the fact it's a bit like i don't know the heart was in the right place and you get like it's mm-hmm. worth watching for the sit-down interviews because there's you know Samoa Joe yeah. and Christopher Daniels and even some people you know you you might not expect like Austin Gunn who've got like you know stories of, you know what the Briscoes years ago Prince Nana, um, Stokely Hathaway all kinds like it is like genuinely emo- emotionally gutting to wear. Like, you know, the people who, who knew Jay Breast, you know, tell stories about, about him as a man and stuff. It's 100% worth seeing for that. There's some good classic Briscoe stuff um, in there. You know, there's a match with Daniels I probably wouldn't have up there on a, on a you know, on a Jay Briscoe mixtape, but then there's the Kings of Wrestling match, which I talked about on a, on last week's podcast was, uh, was mixed in there as well with uh, some other um, fun, historic stuff with them. The modern matches I could have done without, like it's a, you know... Dare I say it? I know uh, Simon was giving us grief before about going long tonight. I still don't think we're going to go that long, but you know, uh, you know, as a as someone who's done many a three hour podcast, who am I to criticise a three hour wrestling show? But they kind of overstuffed it with modern matches, you know, to the point where it was a bit like, I mean, do I really need to see a pure title match with the rules explained to be on screen on a memorial show? Can we just, you know, there were a lot of matches there with people you know, who were there because they, they knew Jay and they wanted to, to represent him and stuff, but, you know, I might have made some harder edit decisions on that, but you know, the heart was in the right place. It existed, you know, existed for good reason yeah. and I'm glad it's out there and it, it it makes up a part of like this, you know, trilogy of Things that have kind of happened this week between Mark Pier and Dynamite, the closure of like the public um, public ceremony yesterday, and this tribute show going out. Um, I don't, Did you see any of the the tribute show uh, in the end, JP?
0: Saw a little bit of it, and like I say, I saw the 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 kind of interviews. that up, particularly the Samoa Joe one, where he was like completely breaking down. Um, during it as well, but the matches felt like a very weird fit. But the ones I saw like Wise Marina Shafir on there, you know what I mean? But well, then rather churlish. I mean, trying-
1: she's. You know, she's there on behalf of Roderick Strong. Like, that's... Yes. Like that one. That yeah. Totally, like, that was... I'm not going to... I'm glad that happened. Yeah.
0: It's, it, there's no issue necessarily, like, kind of with that per se. But it's probably just like like you say, like you said before, you make those kind of perhaps those harder edits on there. But obviously, it's yeah. coming all from the right place.
1: And it's I'm hard to say, really, say that now, isn't it? You know, they, 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 they made the is. right call in doing the show with the information there.
0: Yeah. And what, yeah, what, like, you know, considering they were really backed into a corner for it as well, for, for really, for no good reason. Um, I just would personally like to see the thing I got really got a taste for is, like, they're not the kind of company who would make things and how much of a market is there for, like, DVDs and Blu-rays, but you'd love to see some, like, big, proper Briscoe Brothers, like, collection, Jay Briscoe collection, going through, like, all of his career. Like, I think that kind of... Would be would be fantastic. I think it's the thing where you can go okay, and we are going to donate however many of however much of the proceeds to the family as well, like if not all of it for it as well. Just like a kind of a release like that. I think that would be like kind of like a really nice touch because it would be. I just think of you know a kind of fitting um, companion piece because you've really got a taste for it. When like say the sit down interviews going on at the classic matches, they're things that are a lot more. Like they're the were the things I kind of took away from the show. The other things I I know why they're happening and not, not just like there for completely nonsensical reasons. But it's more, you know, you think if, you, if there's things you want to see from it, and it's on YouTube, so they time stamped it. Yeah, you can go you can go to those the the sit down interviews and any other bits on there as well. But it's I did, I just haven't seen all of it. But I thought to myself like it was. Like the heart's in the right place, isn't it? As well, like, and um, given the time and the resources they had to do it with it, would anybody else have been able to do better? I, this God doesn't knows. happen under probably it. I mean, not.
1: I've said that a few times, but I'll say it one more time. Like, this doesn't happen if Vince McMahon buys ROH. It's a tape library that maybe went on the network. Like, I don't think there's another wrestling promoter who'd go up the way like Tony Khan did to give Mark Briscoe that main event on Dynamite to force it through. To do all of this tribute to somebody who, for all intents and purposes, wasn't you know for the reasons an AEW guy, like you know I think Tony Khan has really stepped up here and had like done a done a lot of good you know this last week and you could tell from from the service yesterday you know Papa Briscoe you know referencing them. Um, Tony, that's a man who people need to see more of. When we eventually mm. do that, Briscoe for this big step, I'll be making sure to include some uh, some Papa Briscoe promos. What a man that guy is! What a family they are! Uh, yeah. you know, I've drawn a drawn a lot from them last week, and the, the strength they've shown has been great. But the strength Tony Khan's shown as a leader does deserve some credit as well. Um, did you see any of this Matt? Did you see the tribute show or the or the Mark and uh, and Jay match from uh, from Dynamite last week?
2: No, I didn't, Ben. I seen. Uh... Mark had the you know the service for J.D. and that mm. was like you have said just the courage to, to 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 speak like that and to be happy and to celebrate and as your JP referenced it's it is the belief boys it's you're big into your faith there it's it, it, it speaks volumes doesn't it and just to him to do that match as well Benno how, how did he do that just the strength he showed is,
1: Jay is unbelievable yeah Jay Lito unbelievable Lito was- Really struggling there and it was almost Yeah, it felt like Mark was guiding it at the start. Like it's it's unbelievable. Consoling it's him, yeah. It's yeah. crazy, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and yeah, credit to you know, he's not a man I often give credit to Jay Lethal but you know, he's you know, I say it as a slight don't I'm a pro's pro. Uh, but Jay Little is a pro he helped yeah. Yeah. held together yeah. that Ric Flair match no, he this is. year, you yeah. know. Um and as much as yeah, you know, I'm sure Mark helped him, I'm sure, you know, in the long run you he up Mark as well. Uh, Caprice Coleman as well, he's been he was you know, great at the at the service yeah. yesterday as well. He's been a massive part of this image. Him and Ian did well, ben, a I seen, really classy job
2: I've seen caprice on his uh, on his YouTube with Mark and it's like yeah. a, like a two-minute little video where mm. Mark's just speaking into caprice's phone and like it's just the the strength he's showing again on that it's it's it's, it is, it's remarkable it is yeah.
1: really want, is I'd love to see this continue you know can the you know Mark obviously as he said yesterday wants to you know keep jay's name alive and wants to you know carry on um because that's what what jay would have wanted like yeah there's something to be done there you know whether it's super Card of honor coming up or you know with the uh with the roh property going forward you i'd love to see more mark on dynamite you know that's a that's another thing i'd like to see as well but yeah i think you know in a in a wrestling world with a lot of bars i think a lot of good was shown um over this last week um yeah. I mean, anything else you want to say? I mean, again, we covered Dynamite for the most part on the uh, the free weekend show uh, last week, JP, Anything more on that? Or maybe the weekend uh, in AEW as we uh, we go towards uh, this week's big Dynamite?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of the Dynamite episode itself, I don't think necessarily from an from an in-ring perspective, the, the one match you should definitely go every way and watch, you said already, is Mark Briscoe versus Jay Lethal. That's really where to go. I mean, it it kind of... Like there was stuff on it where I I think it was, it wasn't, you know, the Derby Allen match was good. I thought it was, you know, Danielson cage. But then we talked about this on the weekend show. The crowd was weird when it got quiet. It got very, very quiet, but it felt like this was one of the ones where we're, we're on the road to a pay-per-view. So it feels like this is one of the weeks that we're kind of getting through before we're getting into the kind of real, heated build up of 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 where we're going next but is it not next week is it hangman versus moxley it feels like a match
2: Big, big and card. I I've it's seen this card for this yeah. week. It's... Card this isn't Takeshi going to get his win better over Cage? Is that his first win? Do you think? I think he's got to. I think
1: he's got to. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's some got to. Matches hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, um... <laughs> it's a bit of an issue, isn't it? That uh, he's just not really winning anything. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is going to be the start. And the fact that like MJF's taking an interest in, in him as a as a story is uh, you know a sign that they're going to be going to be doing more with him. But yeah, this show coming up, it's the uh, the Ohio show. It's uh, Darby Allen versus Joe, um, a topless, sweaty Samoa Joe. Uh, built that well on uh, <laughs> on Dynamite. Um, What else have we Is he the, still
2: uh, going, Benno? Who, <laughs> <Ooh>, Joe?
1: <laughs> ah, he's been brilliant, mate. He's been fantastic. Joe, fucking yeah, okay, He's been so good. Oh, like, I regret... You can let, say that let, let... every year. I regret you. No, no, no. I regret you <laughs> letting us bury him on the uh, <laughs> on the year end show. He has been like his promos <laughs> have been amazing. These derby matches are amazing, and the third one's going to be amazing <laughs> as well this week. So no, you're not you're not having a a Joe this week. As he J- uh,
2: JP, as he Has he JP. That's better. i got to he, blinded here. He.
0: Anything involving uh, Derby he, Allen has generally been good. It, it's I'll the other bit exactly. you've been wanting to,
1: you to avoid. Ju- <laughs> Thank you, John Paul. You're out on a on a limb, like honestly, oh. it's not me. Like we were willing to, I was willing to have a go at Joe because he came back and he was a bit out of shape, and you know we were making all those jokes about him on the year end show, and it's almost like from the moment we recorded that, he's just been brilliant every week on TV, promo wise, character wise, and like say you had that second Derby match, and now this third one's coming. No, no place for uh, for Joe Slander uh, for here anymore, or elsewhere. you uh, you uh, you uh, get pushed back on that, I think, at the minute. Uh, but yeah, that's on the show. How Box. Actually, as you say is on the show jay cargill red velvet and uh, for the dbs titles on the show to brian cage the acclaimed are on the show i'm bigger than that uh, to throw in there the other big news story coming out of Dynamite like this week brian danielson and timothy thatcher is on this week's show tim thatcher being a uh, mjf's hired gun who thought we'd ever see the day
0: I, i'm didn't see that coming at all. We are going to have, like mentioned is i of regurgitating uh, something said from last week. We're going to know whether or not is he ratings death or not once and for all. Mm-hmm. Like it was always said about him in NXT that that was the case. We're going to see if this is the case uh, here on, on TBS. I mean, this is feeling very similar to the kind of Jericho challenge that they did with um, MJF before. Just a before. bit, JP. Yeah, just a bit. Um, but with except we're just better wrestlers. Mm. And and yeah, just just with good matches. That's really what they've done is they've just gone right we'll bring in any amount of random people. So I don't know who they'll after this, who are they gonna bring in? Um <laughs> Katsuhika Nakajima. But that would probably die a death as they're running in, I don't know, fucking Michigan or something.
2: Is it genuinely really going to be a 60 minute Ironman match? Really?
1: Yeah. That's what they're saying at the end of a long pay per view. Fucking. <laughs> if we fuck thought the rumble exactly. was long. Um...
2: <laughs> That's like the fifth hour. The fifth hour of a fucking pay per view. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Danielson can work miracles. I mean, he didn't really work one with with Brian Cage last week. That match was fine. Um, can he work a miracle with MJF? I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, that's coming. <laughs> I want to throw in a, a quick note as well before we go. I did my front page this week. Uh, Adam Page, oh. uh, Mele Uso was a was a nice little opener. I just managed to squeeze it in before we recorded tonight. But the one thing I wanted to uh, to mention was uh, JP's favorite wrestler, Emi uh, Sakura, and uh, and Jamie Hater. We're not there another banger and uh, and Sakura's gimmick now is that she's like some kind of queen of wrestling or something like that. It's a completely uh different presentation from uh, from when we uh, we last seen her, so I'm sure uh, that'll make JP happy as well. Uh, match was oh, a wow, like honestly, like uh, it's like just night, night and day. No more uh, no more uh, Freddie Mercury impression, instead, she's doing a Jerry Lawler impression. But uh, the match, once the bell rang, um, the J, the Jamie Hater stuff was great. Jamie Hater was. She's on such a great run in AEW yeah. right now. She's the star of that division for a reason, and it's not just the uh, the very catchy entrance music. Um, yeah, there was a it was a really really you know well for the TV match. I'd go like you know three point seven five to maybe four stars on it, but for a rampage match, you know, in the AEW women's division, yeah, something I'd say, especially for you, JP, it's something to uh to hunt down. I saw a lot of uh, praise of this one going in, and it was it was end.
0: I'm delighted about that. I think that's. That. Like, I'm really. I'm, I'm happy about it for her because it just carries on like a runner form where she is the one who stands out in matches, in those tags, any of the singles matches we've seen. It's just like, nah, this is this is the person you need to go with. I'd also be, and it might sound like if they're doing this AEW versus WWE invaders storyline, then I don't think it's a bad thing to delay the stuff with her and Britt Baker for a while, mm. even if. When I watch, yeah, I I I don't know whether or not you go to that like straight away. I still Depends think when or not you... isn't
1: it? How how long can you? If yeah, I, if this was WWE, double or nothing. Bet, well, WrestleMania's in April, so we can wait till that. Can we wait all the way to May for double or nothing? June to end of May into June time. I
2: Maybe.
0: think you can. Yeah, if you've got yeah. this in between, well, what's
2: got, what's going on, boys? What's this Invader storyline?
1: You have really got well, to start watching AEW, mate. <laughs> Jake, you to explain AEW <laughs> storylines to Matt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's just something more or less along the lines of of like basically like soraya has died a death so they've turned her st- her heel and oh, storm,
2: storm. Uh, They've rushed yeah. it
0: yeah. it's not yeah. being done in the right way the People idea of the genesis match, of a, a feud idea. like that so you'd love it yeah yeah <laughs> no, so you know what maybe Go we'll on. get to blood and guts
2: well, I was going to say, I watched, um, how long was the Acclaimed and uh, the Guns Family Therapy thing? I seen that on YouTube. That was like six and a half minutes. That, but that was the full one, Beno. I watched yeah, they that. Extend the
1: extended cut. They chopped it down to like, like three minutes. You watched the proper stuff?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. I, watched this. I did watch the whole six and a half minutes of that. And plus, Beno, you've said the word banger to us tonight. You're upsetting the Peterson nature, an awful lot of you, you know. You see him today on Twitter. Was it today? He taz, he was fucking you know, like these kids the, word using bang the word
1: banger, does he? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. That's his line <laughs> of the sand. <laughs> uh, idea for a series, JP explains it all, Chris Elliott <laughs> says it earlier.
0: They made a reference to that banger bros story hmm. as well. Hmm. well. I was shocked they made a reference to that on the commentary. Hmm. As as I can't say that. I was like, that,
2: JP. there's no way you knew about that, McAfee. He's only just come back, hasn't he? Did He who said it, wasn't he? You're telling me Pat McAfee
0: it, doesn't know about bang bros? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. oh he knows that
2: he's much think. more likely oh, to
0: be watching oh he knows. He, yeah, knows he knows definitely oh he's watching that alright Make <laughs> <laughs> no that's- mistake
1: uh, we didn't mention that I very much enjoy Pat McAfee he's like a guilty pleasure of mine uh, I just like the fact a he's legend, he just turns <laughs> up and he just he gives you real reactions to everything that's going on in front of him and like I say he was probably a little bit ignorant to the yeah. storylines and stuff but whatever him and, uh, him and Michael Cole just having a he good drinks time he
0: brings
2: the best in Cole. he does he brings the best in coal
0: out yeah. tell you if him, was... him or Byron Saxton? Oh, yeah, I'll exactly. It
1: yeah. I know it's not a popular show because I know he's, uh, he's hated in some circles, but I like him. He's good. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Unless there's anything mm-hmm. else you wanted to mention, JP?
0: Unless you really want to go in depth on New Japan doing strong on demand and strong <laughs> live,
1: it'll give us content for
0: the weekend. So nah, gives us. The I, was gonna say, I was going to say that's much that- more of a weekend show thing. We'll we'll mm-hmm. stick it for that. Mm. In JP, short, yeah. Right why not? <laughs> it, it would be. What do you think, Matty? More to the point, do you like the idea of this change in uh, US strategy from New Japan?
2: What's going on, JP? You've got to play <laughs> this <two laughs> very, yeah,
0: very, very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing, Please, they're doing monthly. Do pa- they're doing monthly pay-per-views. That's still happening, yeah. and then they're cutting it into four episodes of Strong, which will be on New Japan World. It's right. basically it. Okay. So everything from Strong is basically, they're basically going to be in the States once a month doing a show. Oh, okay. Or dare I say it, oh, yeah. do one from the UK as well. You do that. Well,
2: ben, oh, you gotta, But I wouldn't be trusting that
0: pay-per-view. We know what happened last time.
2: You've got to let me off this week. This weekend, mate, this storyline took me over, mate. This week think the about, I can talk talk about. about the emotional tone, the emotional. man. you've got to, you've got to give me this week
1: off for this, mate. Sorry, Fair <laughs> no, and you've got a three hour raw to watch in the morning, so you know I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. exactly. I'll let you relax. Well, yeah. On that note, then I think that's uh, that's everything. Really, we covered a bit of WWE, covered a bit of AEW, covered the uh, the matches of the year, and didn't didn't take six hours to do it. I think we've, uh, we've done a good job here, lads. Unless there's uh, anything else we need to discuss, I think that uh, that kind of. Sums things up. What have we got going on over on there at the Patreon this week, JP? What can we plug?
0: So, yes, well, on the Patreon, if you've you've gone on there, if you haven't gone back and have a look at our um at, at our uh, at the free week that we put out there in terms of the grapp- the mixtape that we had, the dealer's choice mixtape. You've got my dealer's choice selection, I'm assuming is happening this this week of heroes of world class, you've got the daily updates, you've got the weekend show as well. I'm gonna call it the crisply praise weekend show even if it's only critically praised by us. Um, (laughs) But yeah, all of that going on, patreon.com forward slash grapple. And keep an eye out for the grapple 100 as well
1: i will be coming soon, and yeah, the uh, the live uh, obviously you get on the live tee. You can watch a spotlight live with us as we are with uh, our patrons here. Get the pre show, get uh-huh. the, uh, the post show, about to uh, to go into a sec into a second live weekend show, video versions of all our podcasts, and all of that good stuff. But yeah, it's gonna be a, a fun month on the Patreon as we uh, we celebrate our, our two year anniversary. And uh, I can't wait, I Can't yeah. wait for this month. You know, I really can't wait for it. And week one is blue velvet. <laughs> we yay for me. <laughs> yeah. anyway.
2: Your face, Beno Honestly, that's one of the highlights of all time.
1: <laughs> Watch it. It'll turn out I'll love it. Like World of Sport. It'll be my new World of Sport, JP.
0: You'll love it, mate. You'll you be know. wondering why there's people dancing on the cars. <laughs> and why is he putting on lipstick and talking about what a love what a what a love letter is. I'll Matty, I think, watched it halfway through and went no and switched yeah. it
2: off before. But JP are you sure this is didn't Bray Wyatt direct this, no. <laughs>
0: He fucking dreams. If if he came out, right, if Uncle Howdy came out and he was just like, like you know, he just went, I don't know, Howdy wants to fuck, like, <laughs> which is what Frank Booth said, because every other word he says is fuck.
2: Be all right, devil. Be.
0: Fuck you, motherfucker. Like, he's just properly, like, on it for that. He's, he's glorious. If he came out sniffing fucking gas, I'd be all over that. <laughs> well there you go if you want to hear our thoughts there's on... a heel stable them <laughs> lads.
3: Oh.
1: anyway all of that stuff patreon.com slash grapple we're gonna be stay crazy patrons we'll see you on the other side <laughs> in the post show everyone else have a great week and we will catch you again next week bye bye see ya <laughs>